This is Meme Politic. This is Hui. This is Thrash Bastard. This is Kenny Memes. Bull Moose Memes. Moose Memes. Abe Lincoln's House of Memes. Big Stick History. Jeffersonian. And we never listen. I've never listened. And we never listen. We never. We never. We never. I never. We never. And we never listened and untaken. Did you hear about Liz Cheney's new book? Mm, no, I heard Sarah Huckabee Sanders has a new book. No, she has a new book. It's not out yet, but I guess some of the networks have gotten advanced copies of it. And there's some really funny shit there. Like what? Like funny <laughs> about who? So like her her beat has lately been all Trump, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, it's about him essentially. Okay, okay. So after after Gen Six happened, um, Congress members were encouraged to like sign on the electrical uh, electoral vote objection sheets, like part of history, I guess. Um, so they were kind of like going single file, like signing their names on. Oh, these. that's right. She used to be in. I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> And so the dude from Wisconsin, the uh, House representative from Wisconsin, just kind of said to himself, oh, the things we do for Orange Jesus. <laughs> like, as they were walking wow. to the wow. <laughs> So that's in her new book. And then also, she gave McCarthy shit. Remember after Jan 6th, when McCarthy went down to Mar-a-Lago to visit Trump? Do you remember this? Vaguely. It was kind of weird, because he came yeah. out initially and was like, Trump's ultimately responsible for this. You know, He was the minority leader at the time, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, but then like a couple of days later, he goes down to Mar-a-Lago and has a photo, like there's a photo of them together. And Cheney was like, yo, what the fuck? What are you doing? And he goes, yeah, his team texted me like he's not eating. And she's like, what? And he goes, yeah, he, he's really depressed. Trump was? That's what McCarthy oh, said about oh, Trump sad. to Cheney. Yeah. Like not even cheeseburgers. What about the apple pies? You know, I, I would keep the uh, ketchup bottles away. Probably. <laughs> like, we don't want another so ketchup. Padded incident. walls, yeah. yeah. yeah or at yeah, least yeah. easy cleanup walls. Right. That's funny. I, uh, I was listening to a podcast this week where um, somebody had asked if they still made movies with like people and animals in them. What? What do you mean? Like, like they said, like they don't make movies like every which way but lose. Why? Why is that? Why is that where I went? <laughs> but like mo- live action movies with you know trained animals and stuff in them. Like they 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 thought that like Free Willy was one of the last ones. And I, I don't. No, think... There was the the not the Get Out one. What's the one after that with the horse? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. The... <laughs> <laughs> nope. You know yeah, no. The, the yeah. alien movie. And yeah. I, I wouldn't describe the horse as it. I think that was very much about a chimpanzee. Like, <laughs> that too. Yes, that yeah. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, you're right. There was horse handlers and stuff. That was a movie yes. about that, though. Uh, well, you know what, Alan? I don't have anything to say. Shit, good point. <laughs> um, so one of the other hosts on the podcast I was listening to brought up, um, as an example of a movie with animals in it, A Dog's Purpose. Oh, that's the sad one. I haven't seen Well, that. they're all sad, right? Because, like, fair, yeah. whenever Marley and Me came out, some, like, well-guided individual went down to the, like, full banner ad that they had on a building and, like, every bus stop in on Santa Monica or Sunset Boulevard, mm-hmm. and they, they spray-painted, the dog dies. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I mean, it's, it's implied, right? Anyways, yeah. this movie, um, don't spoil it yet. Grows. Sounds like you already know. But can you go ahead and go go to the wiki for A Dog's Purpose? This is a movie that came out in 2019, I believe. And scroll down to uh, the the plot summary and read the first paragraph of this fucking, like, read as much of that as you feel like, dude. 
Okay. In the 1950s, a feral puppy wonders about life's true purpose. Weeks later, he is caught by dog catchers, whisked away to the pound and euthanized. What the fuck? The dog is reborn as a red retriever. Dude. Wait. Do you remember that book uh, where a red fern grows yes. or something like that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Sad. Um, I feel like that wasn't the first paragraph of the plot. Uh, the dog is reborn as a red retriever in 1961, leaving his cage at a puppy mill. He's taken by two garbage men who plan to sell him. Left locked inside their pickup truck, he begins to die of heat stroke. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is how the movie opens. The dog's thinking about ex- existential questions of life before he gets you. What the that's the most impressive. I gotta movie talk ever. about a fucking dog dying. <laughs> the what fuck? is it, fucking ponderous, man. Fucking ponderous. Fucking ponderous. Unbelievable, man. And wow. Hollywood's like, where do we put a hundred billion dollars? How much does this cost? Sure, sign us up. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting line. Uh, wow. Speaking of movies, <clears throat> have you um, have you been out to see the Napoleon movie yet? Do you have any interest in the Napoleon movie? I have not seen the Napoleon. You mean the the three hour long one? Yeah. Yeah, the no, three-hour-long one with, I believe, the full director's cut is over four hours. That yeah. means there's a, over an hour and a half of extra movie for this yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. Which and, is- there's, and, like, the director is upset that they're doing uh, intermissions for this movie. He's like, no, you have to experience it all straight through. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> just don't pee. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. You got to be like an astronaut and pee in your diaper. Bring a cup. Bring yeah. your, pee in your die-die, as Brido would say. Ew. Your die-die. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, so Ridley Scott, the director of Alien and mm-hmm. um, I don't know, other movies, he 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 did that. Did you know Ridley Scott was British? Hmm. I, I didn't know I Ridley did. Scott was British until I, I heard reviews of this movie, because this is very anti This is not like, here's a great man oh. from history. It's like, you know, just completely ripping There's it apart. A, a certain slant, a bias. Yeah, yeah. Well, Alan, you're not yeah. supposed to say slant, especially when you have recordings <laughs> like this on the air. Chink. Chink. Ch- chink. Alan. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not what he was saying. Supposed to hide that later in the show, yeah, Dustin. New listeners, Jeez. that's not what he was actually saying. It just sounded like a slur. Mm. Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, the that well, I have questions I want to ask you about this movie first. Okay. And and then I have what I think is a funny joke. <laughs> as long as I haven't ruined the setup. Um. So the star of this movie is Joaquin Phoenix. Hmm. Uh. Do you know? So Joaquin Phoenix famously had uh, an older brother who passed away. River Phoenix. I forget about that. Jo- Joaquin's been around so long, yeah. I forgot all about River Phoenix. Remember that punk yeah. band, River Phoenix? Yeah, that was tragic. Yeah, it was tragic. Um, yeah. Do you know River Phoenix's original name? No, no, Joaquin Phoenix's original name. No, I don't. So it's a trick question because his original government name was Joaquin Bottoms. That's funny. <laughs> like River Bottoms, I guess, you know, River and Joaquin Bottoms. Um, for Surprised a... you're not playing. I'm a fan of a b-hole or something. Oh, yeah. Right here, but... oh, I wasn't quick on the fingers. Good point. Um, his, uh, well, here, I got this for Cheeks. Please clap. I got that when we talk about Cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so River, damn it, Joaquin's Joaquin for a while went by Leaf, Leaf Bottom, Leaf, and then Leaf Phoenix. The family changed the name to Phoenix to symbolize rebirth, as uh, they were oh, okay. like evangelicals or something. So was he like a Leaf Erickson fan? Or no, I, I okay. you know, his brother's name was River Allen. I don't know what to tell. Right, you. right, okay, makes sense. Sure. Um, he was born in uh, uh, where you're from, um, Puerto Rico. <laughs> You're like Central well, to be California. Clear, I'm not from there. <laughs> My mother was from there. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, apparently, so apparently, the movies opened up in uh, overseas audiences, and uh, uh, apparently, <laughs> wait for it. Apparently, now I isolated that. Apparently, I don't know where I saved it. Oh well. Apparently, it's. Um, Apparently, it's doing well in Russia. Apparently, Napoleon's doing well in Russia, which historically oh. has not been true. <laughs> okay. You nailed that. Thank you. Thank you. Nicely done. Uh, but as is tradition, we will actually open with a sound. Um, I don't want to not give you people the sounds that you crave. You come to the Tuesday show for noises. Um, <laughs> this one, I think, will do just fine. Get ready, America. At home, there was a bit of drama today at the civil fraud trial of former President Donald Trump in New York. As President Trump was leaving the courtroom, he fired off three walking farts. Everyone heard them and knew it was Trump. Fatty two tits pointed at an old lady, tried to blame it on her. She was in a wheelchair holding a puppy. Don't let me in this damn house. Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> All right, so you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. I just hang out the maid. Welcome to episode number 317 of Not Taken. The internet's only debate and current events show with your hosts Dustin and Allen. Two political nomads from two different worlds. Shout out to Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band for the use of their song, Ways and Means, for intro music. Thank you for joining us. The time of this recording, it is Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. It's a great day for America. We are two coastal elites coming to you from the shores of the mighty Cumberland, Madison, Tennessee, all the way to the Pacific waters of El Cerrito, California. Here to recap another week of current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal life. Please subscribe right now, wherever you're listening to this. Right now. Right now. She already did that. That's why you're here. Uh, but tell all your friends about us. It's people you know that don't know about us. Thanks for bugging your friends over Thanksgiving about us. Do it again. Uh, we don't have an advertising budget. That's what I'm trying to say. Y'all are ads. Um, you get to give us five-star reviews on all the social networks. Uh, nope, on all the things. I'm all over the place, Alan. God damn it. Uh, head on over <laughs> to fungiblenuntakens.com to shop our store. And head over to trumpgags.com to sign up for the Patreon. Last chance to sign up for the Patreon in time to enter yourself into the raffle for the perfect amount of wrong. The rise of alt-comedy on Chicago's north side by friend of the show, Mike Bridenstine. Mike, who was just on... 
Your Mom's House with Tom Segura. Look for that coming out in about a week or so, probably. Uh, more about Mike later, but uh, one more thing. This is important. If you're looking for SEO and marketing help, head on over to slickitsdigital.com. Slickits Digital for all your SEO and marketing needs. Trumpgags.com for all your Patreon needs. As uh, uh, it. Alan? Hell yeah. What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Hope you're having a great week. Uh, I just have a question about that opening clip. Was that intentionally like Paul Harvey style cadence? Because I really got that sort of from the lady. And now you know. Yeah, and now you know the rest of the story. This lady, uh, a puppy fart. A puppy fart. What about? Oh, <laughs> literally, right now he's traveling the country with the carnival, lying to hordes of inbred idiots spread out through the Midwest. I don't sounds like Paul Harvey. No, it doesn't. It sounds like a. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, personal life, man, I did not get up to a whole lot other than recording an episode with Brido, as previously mentioned. Uh, you know, it sound like this? Somebody's singed a kitten. Yes. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, Brido. Uh, yeah, we were on Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Yeah, last Friday. Uh, good times. That episode comes out this Sunday, so check that out. We yes. had a good time with Brido, as always. You guys, um, I'm sure most of you guys subscribe to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, but do that. You, you should. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to have a great time. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I don't think you sit through the comedy segment of our show because you tolerate comedy. Uh, you'll right. hear a, uh, a bunch of hilarious comedians, many of which you may already know. Sometimes you don't, and you're going to love them. Um, it's it's really a good hang, and it's a great podcast. It's it's basically like a late night show as a podcast, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a great show. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. Check out this Sunday's episode. Your boys are on. That's it. us. That's us. That's How about so you, man? Cool. I love to? the fact that we get to guest on Hunk all the time. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, I need help. I'm going out of town to do Tom Segura's podcast. Can you come on right. my show?" I'm like, "Of course, buddy. <laughs> I can yeah. help you out." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what have I been doing? I don't know. I wrote it down. And I'm not looking at it. Let's see. <laughs> Mention hunk coming. Out I saw you did some karaoke. That. I did some karaoke. So yeah. Natasha had a show on Wednesday. No, did Natasha have a show? Or we were just there. We just went to a show for Wednesday because it's the day before Thanksgiving. It's a nice night to go oh, yes. out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a. It's a place where Natasha has performed at. So we went to a burlesque show. After the burlesque show, it turns into live piano karaoke. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, and every time it seems to be a different piano guy the last few times and each of the last few times i asked for a particular song and they've been like okay thanks guys just a reminder um i have you know thousands of songs on my list so you should have no problem finding the song you like on your list and then he like skips me and i'm like yeah all right dude that's cool um but in my mind this is a song that anyone who plays the piano especially like improvisationally should know should, right should know yes right. um and listeners if you're unfamiliar with it i think i'm going to commit my can, can you google it for me and present it in a second yeah okay cool um so i i the song i wrote down is by tom Lehrer. um if you know any song by tom Lehrer, it's this song it's called well it's either poisoning pigeons in the park uh new math which was basically making fun of the math that they replaced Common Core with, or maybe it was Common Core essentially, but the joke's from like the 60s, the song's from the 60s. Uh, anyways, the song that I that I put in was The Vatican Rag. Genuflect, um, genuflect. Genuflect, genuflect. Yes, I love it. First you get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, bow your head with great respect, and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Yes, it was so much fun. So the guy, the guy gave the whole spiel about finding the songs on his list that you know, and um, I thought he was talking about me. And then like uh, like a half hour later, we're about to leave. And he's like, oh, my God, somebody has this song. It's one of my favorite songs. And I'm like, you said 
You don't have things that aren't on your list. And that was not on your list. He's like, I make an exception for this. I don't care. He's like, by the way, no pressure. Uh, two of my uncles are here. They love Tom Lear. He might as well have been like, my music teacher's over there. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck me. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I did really well. But towards the end, there's a like, sort of wordplay he does that I just struggle with even when I sing it in the car. But uh, yeah. I thought I did horribly. Natasha recorded it. I, I did fine. I did fine. It was, it was good. A blast. It, was it was good. Blast. I saw it. Yeah. I saw the video. Thanks, bud. All right. You want to hear it? Um, yeah. The whole song. A, not the whole song. First you get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, bow your head with great respect and genuflect, 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 genuflect make do whatever steps you want here. This is a slow you, version. This, I, I don't like this version. Off. This is a bad version. <laughs> Do whatever <laughs> steps you want if you have cleared it with the pond. If everybody says on Curio Lays, I'm doing the Vatican. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that's a timeless song, dude. It uh, really is. Yeah. Uh, listeners, know what you think about. Let us know what you think about the last minute of the show. If you fucking hated it, I won't ever do that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I hope you like it. I feel it. like I, I first heard that like on a record. I, I have guess. no like, clue where I heard that. I have no idea where I learned that. Yeah. Probably my grandparents. Probably. Yeah. That's from my like, grandma 50s, played piano right? a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 64 maybe actually 64 okay. yeah i want to say 64 anyways um yeah that guy's still alive he teaches music at santa cruz or at least he did nice. before the pandemic maybe the slugs not. banana slugs yes the banana yeah. slugs good job yeah. alan um okay other accomplishments from this week i fixed our washing machine the washing machine had a broken part <laughs> and i fixed that i was very proud yes. of that saved a lot of money doing that um we nice. i smoked nice. a 20 pound bird and we had Four, no, two couples come over. And wait, wait, hold on. When you said when you started to say I smoked, I, I was expecting like uh, you know mind altering substances, yeah, yeah. and you said twenty pounds. Like what the fuck? Well, you can look at the pictures of me from Thanksgiving with my drumstick dipped in mashed potatoes, and you can judge for what I can condition the rest of us were in. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but that it's great success. I was paranoid about it the whole time. I'm like, it's not going to be done in time, or it's going to be overcooked, or whatever. It was great because I burnt that brisket once, and I've been like kicking myself, but I nailed yeah. it. It was tender. Smoked turkey is fantastic. So good, I love it. It was so yeah. good. We just ran out of leftovers. It was wonderful. Twenty nice. pounds, dude. Um, the politi- the dude, the politogram guys put us over, especially Mima. Yeah, dude, like totally fucking blew my mind. I did not expect this. The, I woke up and like, what's happening? <laughs> where, yeah, where did this come from, dude? Yeah. Like, like the here, here, pad for me. Let me because I'm gonna yeah. add it to the sheet here and I'll play it. It's so, what I'm like, gonna actually. It's what I opened the show with. I'm gonna. I played it to open the show, so everybody heard it already. Okay. So some of our listeners got together and recorded like this little thing, and they had a video. They called it "None Taken Day." Uh, it was like Way and Thrash and a couple All, other dudes on there. Dude fucking bull moose memes. Uh, yeah, Woodrow yeah. Tr- Trilson. Yeah. Mima. It was super cool. Yeah. It was dude, it was, cool. I was, I was like. You just made a grown man cry, I think was your, your exact quote. Yeah. And like, I, yeah. I was, I was like experiencing the fact that they had done that as people yeah. started to walk in the door. I was like, I don't know how to be social right now. Like, it oh, was wow. just, it was so sweet. Thank you guys. Yeah. It was very sweet. Yeah. It was very cool to see that. Thanks so much. Uh, I got some notes about Tasha bought some hot pants and she was wearing around the Ooh. house, but I think this is going to get me in trouble. Nice. Should I say it anyways? <laughs> I mean, we've never held back before. All right. Well, um, I told <laughs> Natasha, she looked like a classy hooker. Oh, I, I mean, said, that's a compliment. That's what I thought. I said, you know, yeah. like an expensive prostitute. Like she doesn't <laughs> want to show off the goods, but you can imagine, you know, like you keep, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. a little of the imagination. Uh, can you believe she didn't like this? I can, actually. Oh, fiance <laughs> these days. <laughs> All right, let's change the subject. I got a new candle. I got a new candle. Oh, 
can you What's it's this? a little bright let me block that like I... oh it's somebody oh it's anthony bourdain yes i figure if we ever need uh um something something special to guide us well he's always going to be right there watching over the show I, but we can light it for special incantations and such hell yeah yeah fucking love that man yeah me too all i right. saw that i was like all right i guess i gotta buy that where'd now. you find that some artist studio we were at there's this like it might as well be an abandoned warehouse that they turned into a bunch of different artist studios we went to that oh i love those kind of things yeah okay. we went there on um Small Business Saturday or whatever. Nice. I was yeah, like, can I use my perfect. Amex since it's Small Business Saturday? <laughs> Is it going to charge you more? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, can I get into our comedy clips? Of course. Let's okay, do it. Okay. So I got one, as is tradition, submitted by Young Thrash Lad. Uh, this is Dov Davidov. Um, oh, yeah. Trump solves. On, oh, yeah. This one's a pretty funny bit. I think I've heard this before, but this is it's it's worth playing. I have an observation that nobody can disagree with, and I'm an independent. I try to go issue by issue. I just always got a weird feeling when Trump was done answering a question, even when I agreed with the answer. And that's what confused me, because sometimes I agree, and I still get a weird feel. Like, this journalist said, what are you going to do about unemployment in West Virginia? And then Trump goes, unemployment? He goes, you give everybody a job. (laughs) (laughs) Which could do it, you know? I mean... Let's walk through it together, folks. You see, if somebody didn't have a job and you give them a job, they... The logic is clean, you know, but then... Then I thought unemployment's been around for thousands of years. Did he just crack the goddamn code, you know? And... Who does he sound like? He's like, crack the code? Like, I can't place my finger on it. does sound familiar, yeah. yeah. I, I think I've seen this clip before. Yeah, it's very yeah, funny. Yeah, a little more. And then this other journalist said, what are you going to do about Obamacare? And Trump said... Walken, Christopher Walken we're going to repeal yes. it and then they said what will you replace it with and then he goes something something great <laughs> your mother which so- could be good you know because something great could really do the trick you know because historically things that were great were not bad and then <laughs> I thought I don't feel well and then yeah, okay, you get the jokes. Uh, do, you, do you remember when that journalist pressed him on what they were going to replace Obamacare with? No, and, please tell. Because he said, he's already, he just said like last week, I tried to find a clip for it to put in the Trump segment. He said that um, one of his agendas is going to be to uh, re- repeal Obamacare and put something else in that he's Again? working. That he's, that? Yes, yes, he said it right now. So while he's trying to run for president, he's like, by the way, I'm going to take your health care away from you, which whether you like Obamacare or not, that is not a winner politically. It's been <laughs> right. proven that it doesn't work in a in a in a campaign race if if you want not democrats to win you don't want your republican candidate saying that right because even people who are you know in very red areas still like healthcare, as it turns out um no there was i can't remember the journalist's name like jonathan swift or something like that um he was interviewing him and he kept pressing him on you know who's you know what are you going to replace obamacare with and you know trump hedged like always and at the end of the interview one of his staffers came out and dropped like this fucking like 2000 page like tome on the desk yeah it was like here you go this is yeah. our plan yeah and it was all bullshit right there was like literally yeah. they, so like they dropped it on him thinking they wouldn't look at it and then they did right. look at it and there was actually nothing in it right there was yeah, yeah. well it, there was like 
random just like surveys and charts and stuff. It wasn't actually it. A, an agenda. It wasn't a right? bill. Okay, but it wasn't like that. the phone book like I was no. saying. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I, I, forgive me. I think I burped right into the microphone there. I tried to hide it. I was like, this won't be loud. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> hey, let me play this. Alan sent this in. Um, I think you told me the Chad Daniels newest stand-up is really good. Oh, and you sent me yeah. a clip. It's on YouTube. It. Very funny. Okay, I'm going to play the clip Alan sent in. It's the truth. I voted for Biden, but it's because I thought he'd be dead by now. <laughs> I want to be clear. I don't wish death on anyone, but he didn't look great. <laughs> Biden looks like a character in a video game and somebody dropped the controller. Didn't, I know there's a little more to this. Didn't, what's his name? Shane Gillis say that he, he, he looks like a Roomba. He's Roombaing. Was that from him yeah. or did I say that? I no, that was Shane Gillis. Okay, he yeah. also said that Biden looked like the first president that could be assassinated by punching him in the face. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think that hits with you a little bit harder than me. I don't know why. That's like that, that's funny. That's funny. I'm sure it was his delivery. <laughs> okay. I feel like punching someone in the face is a good way to do some serious damage to them. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Everybody in Tennessee looks like Chad Daniels. Mm. <laughs> but I also could not vote for it. How the fuck do you ruin Home Alone 2, bitch? For real. <laughs> that is inexcusable. <laughs> but that's what we've done in America. Those are the choices we've given ourselves. <laughs> Two men that have outlived their boners by 30 years. <laughs> Uh, then uh, yeah. let's see we got a couple here from Slickets so this first one is about Elon Musk this is uh, Gianmarco Soresi nailed it okay Gianmarco Soresi you know it's consonant vowel consonant vowel it's pretty easy Elon Musk is dumb because of what he says and does <laughs> Oh, he comes up later. But I sometimes think he, he operates at like a level that not everyone can always comprehend. Like he has this company called Neuralink, which they're developing these, these chips that are going, they're going to go into people's brains. In the beginning, they've, they've been testing it on uh, monkeys, although they've made clear it was only terminally ill monkeys. It's like the opposite of a make-a-wish. <laughs> but, but now they've decided they're going to they're gonna start putting it into uh, people's brains. But they said that they're going to start with uh, only people who are paraplegic. And, and I remember reading that, and I was like, oh, that's why people keep getting hit by all those driverless Teslas. <laughs> we thought it was like an error. It was just an early recruitment effort. <laughs> was, you like, I like hearing the groan move through the crowd. <laughs> like Just everyone being it's upset with them. Yeah. Uh, this is also from Slickets. This is, I think my only note here is teachers gay. Um, Joe Dombrowski, I guess he's going to talk about cursive if I'm going to believe the words on the screen. I don't really remember this one. People actually think that teachers are teaching the kids to be gay. Oh, yeah. Like teaching the kids to be gay, that's so crazy. I taught for 10 years, I couldn't even teach them write their name at the time of the picture. <laughs> Dude, do you remember that? Where you'd like get extra points if you put your fucking name and everything in the, the right, right spot. I just don't want yeah. to do it. You know, you're just like, I put my name in. You know who it is. Sorry, I didn't put the period. I didn't have to put all this other stuff. They would literally bribe you with more points so they wouldn't have to organize the sheets better, right? Like that was the whole Pretty thing. Pretty much. Well, they're trying to get you format stuff correctly. Yeah, I no, think that's, that's what they say, but it's so they don't have to put it in a special folder. Probably. Yeah, right. 
Like what? Like what do they actually think that teachers are doing every day? Like we're just getting to work and we're like, good morning, boys and girls. It's time to rise and grinder. <laughs> yeah. But if you could all grab your Madonna autobiography and, and come to the carpet that I got on sale at Home Goods. <laughs> yes, I'm drunk on Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> The movie day today, it's a Will and Grace marathon! Did you hear that, lady? No! We're not teaching the kids to be gay. We already tried it, it didn't work. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? <laughs> Remember cursive? <laughs> Cursive's just gay language. <laughs> Cursive looks like a colonist who's writing with a peacock quill pen. <laughs> you write the letter A in print, it's A. You write the letter A in cursive, it's A! <laughs> that was really good. That was a good one. That's Thanks. very funny. Thanks. Yeah. Like it's, notice how I'm not playing um, uh, Taylor Swift? Oh, yeah. It's just because it's a couple pages over and I don't want to look for it. It's not because I've learned any lessons. Uh, T-Bone sent a few in. This was my favorite. Um, I still don't remember this lady's name, but I'll always remember her handle. It's places I took a shit last year. Or, nope, nope. <laughs> you know how I brag about never forgetting her name and then fuck it up? Uh, places <laughs> I took a shit this year. Uh, real name, Logan Gunselman. But that's a great handle. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's unforgettable, one would think. Uh, okay, here's uh, here's her bit, and this is from T Bone. You guys want to know a, a fun fact about Android phones? Did you know that um, the Amber Alert uh, sound, the Amber Alert, they actually go off on Android phones first before iPhones? Yeah, because they want to tip off the people that are more likely to have taken a child. So that's why. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I can friends to this. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know how much more that is. Hold on. Seems like some of you touched a nerve, and I think we all know what color your text messages. Dude, go? I've already been able to send videos to Natasha. I think they formatted it over already. We talked oh, about sweet. that. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, the iMessage are revamping, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're using RCS instead of mm. Apple Messages, whatever. Um, yeah, they uh, they lost. <laughs> Android one. Actually, somebody sent me a video from an iPhone that actually looked good recently. So yeah. maybe they did. Because yeah, you always look like shit before. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I've got a bit that I want to play. This is uh, it's about uh, essential oils. Uh, this touches oh. base with like skeptical mindset and things like that. Mm. So this is good. Do you guys realize they took the word snake and changed it to essential? <laughs> People started buying the oils again. <laughs> you guys thought about that much? Do you guys know why they call them essential and essential oils? Does anybody know? Essential and essential oils? You might be thinking it means it's necessary, right? That's the main use of the word essential in the English language, right? But this is where they got us, because that's not what it means in essential oils. In essential oils, it means it's of the essence of the plant that they're talking about. So it's essential in that way. It's of the essence. So essential eucalyptus oil is essentially eucalyptus oil. <laughs> wow. They figured it out, guys. They figured out the rebrand. They swindled us good, you know? They pulled the wool right over our eyes. The essential wool right over our eyes. They took a word that means I need it, and they changed it to super small part of, right? <laughs> That's like if I was like, here's an essential rock. 
It's just a pebble. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm like, rub that on your neck before you go to bed. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, Jared Casabom. I don't think I ever connected that, that that's what essential oils means. Yeah, me either. Yeah. yeah. But I have heard them talk about, like, on Skeptics Guy, they talk about uh, a lot of the, like, holistic stuff. It's like mm-hmm. they add this to some water and then they dilute it by, like, you know, to the point where it's like a drop in the ocean. And then it's there's some mumbo jumbo about water having memory and. You know that it's it has the essence oh, wow. of that. Yeah, it's bullshit. And like, and the danger of that is they don't they don't rigidly keep track of what their dosage is of anything that they. Mm-hmm. So you know, like when you get some chocolate edibles and you never know which square has all the psilocybin. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. kind of one of those problems. So yeah. got it, got but it. Anyways, I remember when I was a little kid, my mom got into like uh, eucalyptus oil. And even as a little kid, I was kind of skeptical then. I was like, yeah. I don't know. What, like, just because it smelled good? Like, Vicks VapoRub type stuff? Supposed, it was supposed to have, like, healthy properties. Oh, got it. Yeah. yeah remember yeah. in the 90s when everybody was taking echinacea? Yeah. 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 Big echinacea vibes there. Um, I got as many as three Norm MacDonald clips. Let's see how the first Ooh. one goes, okay? You can never have too much Norm MacDonald. Well, I was thinking that. Here's, a, here's an old clip from when he would do the news on Saturday Night Live. Do you remember that band, Better Than Ezra? Barely, but yes. They had like a one hit way was that it was good. Whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah. Which is funny. He must be a uh, better than Ezra fan because he's going to talk about them in this bit. They used that song in his movie, Dirty Work. I remember it. it's at the bar scene before they get into that big bar fight and Chris Farley oh. hits G7. Wow. But he That's plays deep cut. Else. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I tell you everything. He thought he was playing Street Fighting Man by the Rolling Stones. He pre- went to press G7, but he hit G8. And instead, it was if you like pina coladas. <laughs> I, I've seen that movie a lot. <laughs> Dirty work, great movie. Anyways, Norm Macdonald. It was a great movie, yeah. yeah. And in music news, number one on the college charts this summer was Better Than Ezra. And at number two, Ezra. Oh. <laughs> that's okay, that's funny. Yeah, I thought so too. That's uh, very Norm. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, this, is, this is another bit that I would say is very Norm. You're still reeling from Thursday's bombshell announcement that Lisa Marie Presley... Was filed for divorce from Michael Jackson. According to friends, the two were never a good match. She's more of a uh, stay-at-home type, and he's more of a homosexual pedophile. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Hey, Michael Jackson came up on the uh, hunk with Uncle my Mike friend said, "Yeah, we yeah. Uh, half-heartedly tried to uh, convince Mike that he." I was... couldn't remember any of the details. I couldn't either. I was just like, "That dude is just full of shit." I'm making no evidence here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, so the um, oh, this is this is Conan O'Brien being a guest on. Sorry, Norm Macdonald being a guest on Conan O'Brien. The okay. he was already on, and he moved down a chair, right? Oh, like they did on. Yeah, and then um, a lady from like nine hundred two one zero was on, and um, and she's trying to talk about this movie that she's doing with Carrot Top called Chairman of the Board, but Norm keeps interrupting. You are making a movie with Carrot Top, right? I made a movie with Carrot Top. Okay. <laughs> but uh, what's the movie going to be called? Well, really? I know what it's going to be called. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> if it's got Carrot Top in it, you know what a good name for it would be? What's that, Norm? Box Office Poison. <laughs> There's this movie coming Flash out. Flash forward a little yes. bit. Title undetermined at this point. Chairman of the Board. Oh. All right. Do something with that, you freak. <laughs> Yelling at Norm. He's laughing because he's got one. I, I bet the board is spelled B-O-R-E-D. 
Oh, man. Norm was the fucking He was so fast. He was so quick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, he made you... It, it all, yeah. It just felt like there wasn't an audience, and you were just like experience him being right, funny. yeah, just hanging out with yeah, Norm, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else we got in this? How about that segment? My brother sent me this. It's a nice hack oh, on how to brother. deal. Yeah, my asshole brother. This is how you deal when somebody brings a kid to a party. Child running around a house party or at ruining it by being an absolute monster to adults and other children alike. Well, here are my tips on how to creatively and secretly punish the parents of spoiled kids. Number one, and the most successful tactic I've used so far, is just give the child a sharpie right before they leave the party. If it's not, that's it. That's it. We don't have to hear the rest of what he's saying. I think. Oh, about that. So <laughs> next time you need to. Uh, because, you know, it's never going to be your place to teach the parents how to parent. And it's always right. going to be, you don't know what it's like, blah, blah, blah. It's fine, fine. Um, you know, here's a Sharpie to the kid on their way out the door. And it's like you get all your revenge out on them. And hopefully they don't bring the kid back. Maybe they just stay out of your life. Which is yeah. fine, too, you know. At the bare minimum, it feels good. So. Yeah. I almost got real personal about a friend that I don't hang out with. Because, uh, <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> down to a handful of people that are all real personal. Well, now they're all going to think that that's who I'm talking about. Right, God damn right. it. Uh, not you. Promise you. I actually promise you it's not you because I don't think they listen, but mm. I'll find out. Um, let's see what I got. I got uh, music related. Guess who this is? No, guess who sent this in? So this is a cover that I, it's actually, it's a fucking jam. I can get the explosion ready if you want me to turn it off, but okay. I think this is a jam. And then I want you to guess who you think sent this in. really good i got a problem with that he just said politas <laughs> it's it's colitas colitas and colitas yeah. are like the tips of the buds it's a, it's mm. about smelling weed uh, rising up in the air this is really good i, I like it kind of a bob ross <laughs> uh, i'm gonna say crash Shut up for a minute. Oh, never mind. This oh. goes on a lot longer than I thought. All that right. jams, man. Dude, it really like does. That. Yeah, of course it was thrash. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Did he just discover the Eagles or no? no thrash but... has actually very good musical. Thrash, you know who's at. Don't at me. <laughs> at... He has very good musical knowledge. That was well, a joke. That's, that's the second thing you said. I heard the first thing. <laughs> Um, that's all right. Uh, I'm going to skip this one. This guy was talking, Ben Wonder sent in a really good clip, but I got a feeling the show is going to go real long. Um, it's, uh, it's talking about like people are into nineties nostalgia and he's like, Oh yeah. Did you go down to the bus stop and stare at your feet and then throw rocks at a sign and then stare at your feet? Like, yeah. How was that for the night? And, and man, that was like, that unlocked a core memory for me that I don't yeah. think everybody has to sit through because we would have given this commentary and played the clip in there. Saved right. half the time. There we yeah. go. Thanks, Ben. Keep sending them in. Um, oh, shit we learned in school. It, uh, this is pretty good. This is like a back and forth thing. Hey, yo, dude, I'm trying to measure this. This is 40 inches and this is 69 inches. Nice. How do you get the... You just use Pythagorean theorem. Oh, f- that's right. I forgot about that. I guess that. math is finally paying off in the real world, huh? What's the Pythagorean theorem? You don't remember? Remember? I never learned that. Yeah, it's the A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Yeah, everybody learned Just that. Just like the quadratic formula song X equals negative B plus or minus square root of B squared minus 4 C all over 2 A. You guys are key. What the fuck was that? You've never there heard that? There was another one. It was and divide by 2. And divide yeah. by 2, but I don't remember that one. Before. I don't listen to Drake anymore, man. You know that. <laughs> Plus, what does any of that even mean? Nobody remembers how to dream. Yeah, we all just remember the song. You never learn that. Never. I before E except after never eat song. 
Nine times five, forty-five. Nine times six, fifty-four. Nine times seven, sixty-three. You never learn how to multiply by nine using your fingers. Never. No. Where did you go to school? <laughs> Alex, what's the mitochondria? <laughs> it's the powerhouse of the cell. Shut up. Everybody knows mitochondria. This. That's the powerhouse of the cell. Everybody nice. knows that. Hey, yo, dude, I'm trying oh, to mention. But hey, he didn't mention PEMDAS though. PEMDAS. That's parentheses. Multiplication. <laughs> it's division, the order of operations. Addition. Yeah. Subtraction. Subtraction. Yeah. yeah. PEMDAS. Yeah. Please excuse my dear aunt Sally. Yes. Yeah. Uh, man, there's a bunch of these. We should probably stop. Uh, you know what? No, <laughs> I'm going to interject right here with one that means a lot to me. I don't oh. care which one we choose. Uh, effect with an E or an effect with an A. One of them goes into a bag and gets thrown into the fucking river. And the other you know one, we don't, we don't need two. They, I know that there's a subtle difference between the two, but we don't need it. We have lots of I'm words that are spelled the same, like one and I, one. I'm with you on this. I'm with it's you on this. Same. Absolutely. I am on this train. I don't know which is which. <laughs> I just pick whichever one I feel like. It's like when you're guessing numbers, or it's like when you're supposed to put down random numbers and you feel like you want to avoid a pattern. Like that's the way I treat. Well, I kind of. I think I used effect with an A last time. I'll use E this time. Like I don't know. I think it's something like. Uh, subjective and objective. You think I know? You think Sub- you think <laughs> that I know what you mean by that in the course of like conversation? I get it. Like if you told me to like write down a sentence and like dissect it by what's what, I could figure that out. But mm. while talking, get fuck yourself. I'm like, like, like right, I guess this is about spelling. So I guess it <laughs> kind of made my own argument. There. <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, but I appreciate it. Subjective. Does it have to do with whom? Yes. Does whom get an A or an E? No, it's W H O M. Isn't there? I don't think so. There's no E at the end of home. No, unless home. You're, maybe maybe the crazy Brits or something home. do that, but I don't. Hom- that's very un-American. Hom-st. I think Homst. Oh, Homst. Is Homst a word? <laughs> whomever, Fucking... whomever has an E. Yes, that whomever was does. Like, have I know. An e. I've seen it recently. I was like, oh, that's for the e ever part. Yeah, I, I'm aware. <laughs> I just poured it over. Look, I've shown my ass enough here. I got to. Oh, how about that? How about that? How about that? Uh, uh, speaking of doing it yourself, uh, self-checkout is going away. Here's, a, here's some news. Here's some news. October, the Atlantic declared self-checkout a failed experiment. Retailers are taking note, and some are making big changes. In England, a grocery store chain called Booth's is now getting rid of all self-checkout John in Wilkes. all of its stores. In September, Walmart announced that it will remove the self-checkout lanes from some stores. Retailers may be motivated here by their bottom line. The rate of theft is about double in self-checkout <laughs> lanes. Thank <laughs> God! <laughs> All right, so this was on The Daily Show. We don't need to listen to their response to it. But, um, you know, I'm, I have mixed thoughts, right? I have mixed feelings because it's like, yeah. like what, what What? do you think? What do you, I mean, I'll, well, I'll, first of all, I'll be happy I'm never going to trust the judgment of a uh, retail chain called Booths. What the fuck is yeah. that? Yeah. Um, second of all, just I remember really Rob's... loved people that were famous for theaters. Oh, perhaps. Yeah. I remember Spiewak was always upset about self-checkout because yes, yeah. it was essentially taking away somebody's But job. he hated it for the same reason that me and you should hate it because we work at, like, right. I get paid to scan things when I worked in retail. Right. I'm not going to get off work and go somewhere and fucking scan my own shit. Like, so I, like th- I thought I, that these prices were built in for the wages of your employees. You're just going to take that away, expect me to pay higher prices? Like, no. And then I do the work. Like, my time yeah. is valuable. I have negotiated with my employer what an hour of my time is worth. If I'm going to spend five fucking minutes doing this, I should get a fraction of that. Uh, uh, no. Like, God, uh, yeah. no. 
Oh, oh, but what I do is I just pretend to scan one or two things and then, you know. I appreciate the convenience of self-checkout when you have a couple of items. These you always got to hold something in your in your other hand and then pay with right. the other one. And even hold it next to the one that you pay with just to look really absent-minded. That way you have a good excuse if you get caught. <laughs> These psychopaths that go through self-checkout with an entire shopping cart. And just push it through. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, and, and like – and scan it themselves, <laughs> scan right? It. Yeah. yeah. No shit, what? right? There's what no way doing? that's going to be like that. Other like take it to a real person. They're going to do this faster. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know that there is like some AI being used now by some of these companies to reduce theft or shoplifting in self checkout lines. I'm not sure how exactly. All Al- that works. Alan, can I say that you're a retail manager? Uh, sure. I shouldn't be talking about all this theft around you. <laughs> I am an it's LP uh, situation for you. LP situation. Yeah. I might have to report you to the authorities. No. no. Uh, what were you going to say? There's been people that have been. There's some. No, there's so there, AI there's some companies are using AI and they actually have cameras pointing down so that you can actually see yourself on camera. And people tend to self regulate when that happens. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a little psychological. Yeah yeah. 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 That would probably cut it down. Because what do they always say uh, when we'd have like the LP classes in retail? They'd be like, 30% of the population would do better if they knew they were being what's the panopticon right yes yeah. yeah yeah now people think they're being watched philosophize they this topic so right. they've been talking about panopticon <laughs> lately on the philosophize they this have. podcast yeah yeah real good series there uh go back and listen to the simone bay episodes my favorites mm-hmm. um this is a quick one this is what people who open carry so the difference concealed carry and open carry i always thought concealed carry is a more polite way to carry sure because open carry is just like oh i'm out of fucking looking at your gun yeah um anyways this is what open people who open carry look like attention everyone (laughs) i wanted you all to be aware that i have a gun (laughs) just in case there were a situation wherein i would need to use it i want to make sure that you have the tactical and situational advantage of knowing that i have it on me we good Cool. Hey, you, back turn. I have a gun. You- oh, how about that? Uh, that's it. We're into our... Oh, and that's something. Segment. Moving right along. We are moving right along. That's so bad. That's so bad. Yeah. Um, and I got a real fucking ponderous one to start this oh, no. topic off. Uh, have you heard the news? The news coming out of Korea for 2027, Alan. Big changes. I have not heard. This is out of good Korea, too. This is not bad oh. Korea. Nice. Eat dogs? Koreans. Not anymore. The Korean government is going to ban all dog eating by 2027. So to all the, the people fuck? out there that make Koreans eat dogs jokes. You don't know nothing about none of this? I don't know anything. About so this isn't even the story. If he doesn't okay. say it, the real story. So so you're you're impressed with the they're going to actually get rid of eating dogs, but you're kind of shocked that it was a thing. But you're right. also saying, if I can, I think I heard, I, I can interpret Alan. I'm an Al, I speak Alan. So that what <laughs> the fuck also included not until 2027. Yes. Okay. Yes. But all of that, right? You got it. They, yes. they eat dogs. It's true. Wow. They're going to stop it, but not till 2027. I heard all of that in there. You, you're correct. That's yes. Good to know. I'm shocked. Nailed it. All right. You guys got three years left because after 2027, if you come up to me and you go, your people eat dogs, I'm going to say, used to. And I'll be honest, I had so many people growing up make fun of me for... Uh, This guy's doing his bit. Uh, Might as well plug him. Mike Kim Comedy. Mike... Okay. Mike Kim. Yeah. It's spelled exactly... What's the real story? Well, that's the real story, but here's what happened. They don't just happen to eat dogs. There's a dog meat industry, which means... 
there are dog farmers oh, no. of which that's their livelihood. Oh no. So the dog farmers have threatened to release all 2 million of their dog herds into oh. into downtown Seoul, Korea, South Korea, good Korea. If they don't repeal Stop. this repeal of the I did you posted something on Instagram about this you just didn't read and I headline. caught the part like you, you were like I kind of want to see 2 million dogs. Yeah. I saw that I appreciate part, that I you understand. read my caption and not the headline, but it was very <laughs> I clear in the, the backstory. Yeah, all of this yeah. was right there. Yeah, I would love to wow. see 2 million. Do it in Nashville, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh that's so many dogs. That's so many that's dogs. So many dogs. Oh, that's sad. Uh, wait. I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Oh, how about that? It's ponderous. Um, Whitmer Guns. I guess we were talking about guns already. This oh. is, uh, what's her name? Janet Whitner? What's her name? Gretchen. Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer. Yeah. Um, what do you rate her? We do this every once in a while, Alan. That's fun, right? What do you give oh, her? Oh, yeah, that's Let's give her a number. Uh, yeah, like a six. She's not bad. She's not bad. Six uh, what do you think she looks like without makeup? Oh. Mm, and younger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's not ugly. just to get just to go full misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> what if she was younger? No, she's she's pretty solid. She's she pretty smiles, solid. you know. I think in not her age girl. range, this girl I behind prefer, her should like, smile more. Oh yeah, She'd I prefer Aaron Andrews in her Aaron age. Aaron Andrews in her. Okay, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's just bringing up like hotel peep camera story. Do you remember that? Aaron, yeah. somebody like hacked <laughs> yes, her. Okay, whatever. Um, so Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, not kidnapped, yes. the famously not kidnapped governor of Michigan. Uh, right. She signed a gun into a gun law. Here, I'll These bills are based on a simple idea. If you have been found guilty in court for violently assaulting your partner, you should not be able to access a deadly weapon that you could use to further threaten, harm, or kill them. It's just common sense. <laughs> That's a video of her signing. Isn't in that something? This button we can talk about. So that was terrible audio. I apologize. It sounded fine when I listened to it on my phone. Uh, do, you, do you hear about these laws? Can you talk about that? Yeah. So essentially, if you've been a, a party to domestic violence in the past, then they, you're prevented from owning a weapon. Um, I think for as far as good sense, you know, gun legislation, this makes sense to me. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, they're, you know, my problem with most people that have ever, you know, when you're a political independent, you try to find a home somewhere and mm -hmm. the stated principles of libertarians really spoke to me a lot still does, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, they don't like me. Uh, and unlike <laughs> anybody that's in any sort of like sub tier movement that's like outside of the main parties, it's inherently a smaller group of people. So you have a little bit more of a purity culture there where it's like you're not good enough right mm -hmm. uh, whereas if you're in a big tent you can kind of go to your corner where you fit in right right um and i never fit in with libertarians for statements like what i'm about to say um look you know maybe i'm just really lucky and it's never happened to me that i've been somewhere where somebody decided to shoot people in public i tend mm -hmm. to think it statistically still doesn't happen as often as the way stories get reported make it sound However, whenever it does happen, it's tragic and people yeah. are right to be upset about the times that it does happen and to show that it's happened more frequently. I think there's other things that lead to it happening. However, you can't tell me it's not a good thing to make sure that people because I don't have crime statistic memorized, but I know that like 
I don't know, most of the time it's the partner that kills the person. Yep. And yep. if you have, Statistically, that's true. Yep. And if you have a gun to do it, that's going to be more effective than Easier. whatever other ways that you might have planned. You know, right. not that you stay up at night trying to think about ways to kill your partner. I haven't done that. Put Clorox in their coffee. I haven't done that in multiple relationships. It's been several relationships. <laughs> it's been a while. Well, to be fair, the one before Natasha, I still, <sighs> you know, it's been years since I thought about like, what do I do to end this? But yeah. Um, but yeah. I remember when you told me you would measure arguments in Netflix screensavers. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like the screen timed out. This is a bad one. Yep. Yeah. Oh, damn, dude. That was a whole lifetime ago, dude. I was joking uh, about the murder earlier, by the way. Sure, yeah. Course, you remember that girl? It's okay. Uh, I remember one time being at the beach and being like, I'm not gonna, but like, we're on a cliff. <laughs> Nobody would know. I yeah. vaguely remember. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's not a way to solve things. Don't be a coward. Just break up with her in a bit. Yeah. Um, that was a bad breakup. She wouldn't leave. She moved in with her friends in the same town. I was like, why don't you go back home? <laughs> like, get out of here. Wow. Get out of here. It's uh, <laughs> got real misogynistic. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Uh, Wei, this is not Wei, excuse me, Huey. I don't, Dr. Oh. Huey, that uh, Chinese gentleman, the Chinese American oh. gentleman, uh, talking about progress and the order and bias and revolution. I think that sets it up fine. It's Dr. Huey Lee, H U E Y L I. This is why the anti establishment folks are mostly scammers. You think they can do a better job than this? These graphs show the direction. He's holding up some graphs on the screen. Listeners, it doesn't matter. You don't have to see them. If you're looking at them, you're not going to like comprehend the graphs and listening to them. It's just a visual mm-hmm. ladies. We can talk. ...of the world in the last 200 years. So poverty, way down. Education, way up. Literacy, way up. Democracy, way up. Sounds like Steven Pinker, right? Yes, the better angels of our nature. Vaccination, way up. Child mortality, way down. And you can see all these trends accelerated after the World War II. And who have been calling the shots since then? The goddamn establishment. Surprise. I'm not saying they're good guys. Don't make everything about morality. They were just some assholes with decent job training. And they had better institutional constraints than their alternatives. That's why they did an okay job despite being assholes. People keep telling me I'm biased. No, I'm not biased. You're biased. biased. Drawing conclusion from anecdotal evidence instead of the overall data is a textbook definition of bias. Go look it up. By the way, I can guarantee that some folks in the comment section will immediately offer me some anecdotal evidence to show how messed up the world is, which will perfectly verify my point that some people are just unaware of their sampling bias. (laughs) A non-biased person can't possibly look at these graphs and be like, hmm, you know what? I think we need a radical change of directions. To what? To be clear, I love revolutions. Some of these trends are exactly because of revolutions. But the revolution is only useful if you have a clear vision what you're getting at. You need some smart shit equivalent to the Federalist Papers or something. If you don't have what it takes, stop cosplaying founding fathers. Yeah, okay, we can stop it there. I remember at one point, like, I think it was during Arab Spring, my brother was like, when do we get to have our revolution? And I was like, oh, hopefully never. Like, that's going to be really bad. Like, Like, don't get me wrong. I want the things you want. But incrementalism, as boring as it is, and like how it will not get you reinvited to parties, is the way to like yes, like and and you you know you look at it like in many ways we kind of took some of those incremental steps a little too quickly in the twenty teens, and it led to Trumpism. Like, mm-hmm. Not that those people were right, but 
it was a little too much, too fast. for Michael Malice has a great quote, and I hesitate to quote Michael Malice, but it's uh, <laughs> for good reason. Conservatives are just repu- uh, excuse me. Conservatives are just liberals driving the speed limit. Mm. Where and you know the, what's the point of that? The, the point is that they have the same tendencies. They just want things to move more slowly. Yeah, or they'll be into it ten years from now. Right, not now. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think generally speaking, people would prefer there to be less suffering in the world. People would prefer that, you know, the tide rises all boats. Um, And so regardless of your political persuasion, I think most people think that way. I don't know. I was just listening to uh, Peter Singer on Sam Harris. So maybe I have a lot of effective altruism thoughts in my head right now. Oh, is Peter Singer (laughs) the guy that's leading that now since uh, Bankman Fried's out of the picture? Yeah, Bankman Fried. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, they talk about that. Do they? Was Peter Singer always leading that? He was one of the first okay. that I read about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Australian philosopher, by the way. Oh, no. yeah. wow. They have those down there? <laughs> I knew they had artists and gator wrestlers Jeez. and scientists. I didn't know they had philosophers. Sorry, uh, Tosh. No, shit. Uh, no, no. We should be apologizing to our aunt and uncle that still listen. Oh. Hey, guys. Uh, Thanks for listening. Light a candle for that. Um, so this clip has been making the rounds. Uh, when I first saw it, I didn't think it was that remarkable, but then people had a lot of reactions to it. So Elon Musk, Musk. yeah, Yeah. Musk went to, well, we should back this up farther. Mm -hmm. So a couple weeks ago, um, I made a meme celebrating, we'll say celebrating (laughs) Elon Musk's wonderful tweet where somebody basically, I don't know how to, I I actually, I gotta be honest. I'm not that smart sometimes. When I read what the tweet, what Musk retweeted a tweet with a comment and said, or he just commented on it saying, you are exactly right. And the thing he said was exactly right was this guy. I, I didn't understand everything about what he was saying, but he basically was saying like, you know, the Jews of Israel have been using the same tactics as the left in the West. Or, I, I don't even know. But it was, it, it was understood to be anti-Semitic. Yes. And Elon Musk said, what you just said is the actual truth to that. And it was just like, wow, you don't need to do this. Bob Seska has the drop from Ren and Stimpy where they go, don't whiz on the electric fence. Like, just <laughs> you didn't have to do this. By the way, right. he lost like a hundred and something billion dollars since he bought Twitter. Yeah, uh, it's bad. It's, yeah, that's a it's, record, they said, um, yeah. of lost wealth. But I'm, I'm way off base here. So um, I tend to think that... You know, so how when did the war with Israel and Hamas happen? Back October seventh, right? October eighth, yeah. I guess at the latest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a long time ago now, and this guy just went to Israel yeah, on Monday, right? Conveniently Monday. after he's lost billions or whatever in ad revenue for Twitter, uh, it's down like more than fifty percent. Um, this place called it's- Media Matters uh, claims to have associated anti-Semitic statements with ads for products on Twitter and shown it to the product advertisers and said, do you want your ads to show up next to these tweets? Mm -hmm. And Twitter says that that never happened. They manipulated the images. Um, I don't know. Also, I don't think that Twitter was sophisticated enough to be like, we've identified this as anti-Semitic, kept it up, and but we separated this ad from it. Bullshit. Like, you don't have time to do that that way because that takes actually, like, interpreting things. Um, right. Yeah, I just, I, I don't believe Twitter's side of it, but I'd be happy to have my mind changed. Anyways, with all of that as a background, he went to hang out with BB, um, and more, more specifically in this video, he's being recorded in a conversation with 
president of Israel because there's he's Bibi's the prime minister and then they also have a president, right? Yes. I don't fucking know how that works, but whatever. They also don't have a bicameral legislator, so whatever. Um, they uh, so he he's saying this to the president, President Herzog. It was uh, certainly been um, a day. I would say an emotionally difficult day uh, to see the places where people were murdered. I just did a talk with the, the prime minister. And um, hmm. I apologize. This is in an interview. Oh, no, this is with the president. Yeah. He just mm-hmm. talked to Bibi, though. Okay. I think there's, I mean, obviously, the, the, there are three things that need to happen uh, in, in the Gaza situation. I mean, there's no choice but to kill those who insist on uh, murdering civilians. There's exactly. no choice. Can we pause there? Yeah. So to the face of the president of Israel, the richest man in the world you know, with control over things like Starlink and, you know, just, you know, the social media empire just said to a president of the, of that country, you have no choice, but to kill every member of them. I don't know that that's a true statement. And yeah, I don't, I don't either. I, it took me a minute, but I, I pulled up the actual tweet that's kind of started this controversy. Can you read actually... it in a way that makes any yeah. sense to me? Cause I didn't understand yeah. the guy's rant. So he I certainly said, got the gist of it, but I didn't understand like some of the. He said Jewish communities have been pushing the exact kind of dialectical hatred against whites that they claim to want. Di- and to dialectical stop. means an us versus them. Like there's a polar right. opposite to everyone. And, right. Yeah. Okay. That they claim to want people to stop using against them. I'm deeply disinterested in giving the tiniest shit about now about Western Jewish populations coming to the disturbing realization that those hordes of minorities that support flooding their country don't exactly like them too much. Hordes of minorities flooding their country, meaning the people that broke through the borders? Yes. Okay. Uh, don't exactly like them too much. You want truth said to your face. There it is. And Elon Musk said, you just said the truth essentially in response to that and retweeted it. And I believe that he was prompted that that guy said, you want truth said to your face was asked by someone else. So I believe this is, that was itself a comment. Yes. Somebody had said like, why don't you just come out and say Hitler was right or something? Yeah. To the cowards hiding behind the anonymity of the internet and posting Hitler was right. You got something you want to say? Why don't you say it to our face? And that's what he said. And that's what he, he said. said. You want that said to your face. That's why he said right. that. Uh-huh. And so and then, this is Isaac Herzog now who he was talking to, who was the president of Israel. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess there's more, right? There's more to that clip. I apologize. There's more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to change their mind. But and then the second thing is to change the, the education so that a, a new generation of, of murderers is not trained to be murderers. I'm fully on board there. Would have been nice sure. to be the first statement, right? Yeah, and yeah. then the and then the third thing, which is also very important, is to try to build prosperity. It was. Uh... I almost feel like, and I know this is my like lack of military tactical experience. Let's go with that. Um, if you did that in the opposite priority, you might avoid having to do the first thing you said. <laughs> yeah, murdering people. If people yeah. were prosperous and you educated, then instead of living in poverty stacked on top of each other and. You know, all, half of these hostages were like throwing rocks over the fence. The, it, sorry, yeah. half of these prisoners that Israel's releasing were throwing hostages over rocks over the fence. Jesus, I can't. Yeah, talk. yeah. I mean, I, I guess the thing that really <laughs> uh, blows my mind about this whole thing is that why does anybody give a fuck what Elon Musk thinks about Israel and Gaza? I mean, he's a businessman doing business. Like, what the fuck? Why does he have to, to weigh in at all here? South and African. I realize South African. Too. That, Let's not forget. I, 
Sure, sure. I realize. I don't that think he that's has a sure, sure thing. I think that's like historically an important, yeah, yeah, an important fact. I think you know, obviously, he has a persona online. He has a persona on Twitter X, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But like, what? Why should anybody care what this dude thinks about Israel and Gaza? He's a billionaire, so what? Like, I don't. He's not a politician. He's not a diplomat. He doesn't work for the State Department. I, this is. Uh, I don't know. Do you understand what I'm saying? I totally do. Yeah. It's yeah. like he happens to be rich and a, you know, famous. He has to be rich and have a huge megaphone that he uses yeah. to spew whatever nonsense he wants to spew. Like, I, why are we paying attention to this? No, I agree. I mean, they treated it like a head of state went there, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he was exactly. walking around like a head of state. They, he gave, was. they gave him um, somebody's dog tags, I think, that were killed. Oh, did they really? Yeah. And he said, I will wear this around my neck. Tell me, tell me if I'm off base with this interpretation. So everything that he did wrong, this is his mea culpa, and right. he wa- and he promised to walk around with a talisman around his neck until all the hostages are freed. Jesus, would you not call it that? Yeah, okay. essentially. All right. Yeah, all right. nobody voted this guy into office. <laughs> I mean, let's right. go. What what is that President Herzog's name? Because he reminds me of a different famous Herzog. It's Isaac. Isaac. So Herzog. not Werner Herzog. Not Werner. I did happen to load up at least two Werner Herzog clips. You sent me a, a Werner I, Herzog. I told you. I, was, I sent you something yesterday. I was like, I can't explain why I'm down this rabbit hole, but isn't this cool? And you're yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, this is why. This is why I couldn't explain it. Um, okay. I, these are some of my favorite Werner Herzog clips. Who's Werner Herzog while I get this set up? A famous documentarian. He did The Grizzly Man. He did. He's done a ton of the really enormity of. Yeah. He has a very sort of. Cadence when you hear his voice speaking. Yeah, when you hear his voice, you know who the hell you're hearing. Yes. He's a very good interviewer. In fact, I think one of the clips you're probably going to play is about how he interviews people. Uh, um, yes. Probably the most – one of the most famous documentarians in history. And, and, and like best. he has a he has a way of seeing things that yes. you maybe didn't notice were significant. And this is this yeah. is him talking about chickens. The enormity of, of their flat brain – the enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. <laughs> you have to do yourself a favor when you are out in the countryside and you see chicken. Try to look a chicken in the eye with great intensity. And the intensity of stupidity that is looking back at you is just amazing. <laughs> By the way, uh, it's very easy to hypnotize a chicken. Uh, they're very prone to hypnosis. And in one or two films, I've actually shown that. <laughs> okay, that's one. <laughs> what? Uh, do we have one time for one more? He hypnotized chickens? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. That I mean, they're that essentially again. dinosaurs, right? So, you know, yeah. the intensity of their stupidity might the be. The intensity expected. of their stupidity, of their of their smooth brains. or Actually, brains. I think you should pull intensity of their stupidity. We oh, that's why it's this. in here. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, this one, this isn't the one that you were talking about. This is uh, the... The sort of meme of this is when your humble friend tries to answer how many languages they speak. Oh, okay. How many languages do you speak, uh, Werner? Uh, not too many. I mean, <laughs> Spanish, English, German. And then I spoke modern Greek better than English once. I even made a film in modern Greek. But that's because in school I learned uh, Latin and ancient Greek. So from ancient Greek to modern Greek, it's not that far. Mm. And I do speak some Italian, and uh, I do understand French, but I refuse to speak it. 
I refuse wow. to speak it. <laughs> I speak a few languages, you know. I already knew ancient Greek, so modern Greek wasn't that hard. It's kind of, you know. I mean, you can tell by his accent that English isn't his first language, right? right? Like, right. so does he speak every language as fluently? It's just amazing, right? Uh, all right, that's enough Quite of Werner Hill, Herzog. We're supposed to be talking about Israel, anyways. Oh. Um, the uh, you heard the story about the halal guy in New York that was in the news, became very big news, and then it's been right back out of the news. Are you uh, are you abreast of this story? The one that was involved with Senator uh, Men- Menendez. I don't know about Menendez. He worked oh. for uh, several presidents or under several president administrations. Let's see. I got a note. Oh, I'm thinking um, about a different story. Okay. Yeah, so, oh, no, Menendez and the halal guy. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. not that sweet deal that he had. Okay. Um, right. so, this halal, so this halal vendor, do you know, like, the guy's selling halal meat on the streets in New York yeah. or in D.C.? Mm-hmm. This guy's in New York, and he keeps harassing. When I first saw this video I'm going to play, I thought it was all the same day. These are multiple days. So he's just okay. going up to this guy, talking shit to him, threatening to ex, uh, ex, mm, deport. Threatening to get him deported, I believe. Um, so this he, is to a vendor who was selling halal meat. Yeah, who okay. happens to you know that's Arabic or whatever, right? Right. Um, so it's like kosher, co- similar but different. Very much different. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But same, same. Sure. Yeah. Um, for, he was uh, formerly on the National Security Council. He was director of State Department of Israel and Palestine Affairs from ninety nine oh, wow. to two thousand three. So that's Bush and Clinton. Uh, mm-hmm. His name's Stuart Seldowitz, and he admitted this is him in the video. Really? Okay, go, yeah. And to the Egyptian, uh, the Muhabarat wants your picture. Okay, yeah, go. Yeah? You know the Muhabarat? Hmm? The Muhabarat. No, I don't know. You don't know? It's uh, like secret service or secret police right. in Egypt. Oh. Just speak English. No? Yeah, go, yeah. Well, Kamarad in, in Egypt will get your parents. Go, go, go. Does yeah. your father like his fingernails? They'll, they'll take them out one by one. Jesus Christ. Yeah, go, smiling. Why should I go? Why should I go? Tell me why I should go. I'm standing here. I'm an American. I have free. It's a free country. It's not- Can you imagine harassing someone and threatening them with violence and saying, it's a free country. I'm standing. It's wow. okay. Yeah. Not like Egypt. Does he ever explain what he's upset about? Yes, file for me. He's upset that he's probably... Did you rape your daughter like Muhammad did? Fuck. Hmm? Did you rape your daughter Sorry. like Muhammad? I speak English. You only speak English? No, speak English. No. You don't speak English? Yes. Alright, well, that's, that's, see, that just shows how ignorant you are. Because your Muhammad was a rape. Alright, I'm good with this. I mean, he could have kept it clean and just been like, what was the age of Muhammad's youngest wife? And like, that's that's a fine one to ask people because they can look that up themselves. But uh, it was a different time. Wow. Right? It was like Georgia or something in the South, right? It was different. Yeah, yeah. that was... Dude, wow. Yeah, so um, he's facing some serious punishments for this. When I first Holy heard shit. about it, I was like, "This." these were like repeated days doing this shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like threatening to get his family tortured um yeah and and to think this is a person with power because even if they're out of that position they know all of those people he was right right he was he was honest when he threatened him like that that's he had some the ability serious to racist that. shit happening oh, right shit, there right fuck right. isn't that something isn't that something alan i'll take a shower yeah <clears throat> uh do it on the show we'll uh let's go for the patreon <laughs> for the patreon yeah, only yeah um Nobody yeah that's that. been out of the news i that that was real big news yeah, like last wednesday and then i think people kind of moved on from i it. hadn't caught that yeah wow 
Uh, I have a couple of clips about the hostages. So since we've done a show, they've been releasing hostages and there's been a ceasefire. I think it, you right. probably heard the stories with the details of it. Uh, three, and we even talked about it. Three hostages for every one, three Palestinian prisoners released for every one Israeli hostage. Right. You right. know, it's really tough to get that straight about which one you call what. Is it fine to just say people? Because like people have strong takes because they're like, they're calling them prisoners from Israel, but from the perspective of the Palestinians, those are also hostages that mm. have just been there since before this. Actually, a lot of people were arrested after October 7th, too. So mm. I, have, I have a whole clip about that. Just I, I'm stumbling through it, and I feel like it's important to say, what if we just call them people? People were released. I think that would you know, be best. Persons yes. were released, yeah. Yes. Um, this is a clip that Fritz, I got from Fritz. It's a long clip, so I think we should definitely pause in the middle of it. Um, Context matters. So when when they showed the release of the hostages, we see that footage, and it's like families embracing. And I don't know if you've seen a lot of the footage of the Palestinians being released. There's a reason for that. Well, Wolf, this we weren't allowed to see anything. Uh, Israeli authorities blocked off roads, corralled the media into one location, um, brought the Palestinians in uh, through the back door when they received them, and then only allowed family members to come in very limited single file in individual cars. And there's a reason for that. Because unlike uh, the images of celebration, where you, which you might have seen from Ramallah and the West Bank, here in East Jerusalem, Israeli authorities were better able to enforce the diktat of their far-right national security minister, who has, who has deemed the prisoners released today as terrorists. But not just that. He said any Palestinian who celebrates will themselves be charged as terrorists. I, I mean, just... Go ahead. I mean, so whatever you think about this conflict and what's happening, the one thing you have to admit is Israel's the one in control of the narrative, at least the narrative that we get. I mean, there was that New York Times story where they toured the hospital and the IDF was saying, look, look, we have weapons, which they had on a table. And there was like, well, a handful of AKs, nothing matters. What does that mean? Oh, and then there's a spiral staircase to a reinforced door. Well, what does that mean? Like, well, they went down that hallway. Yeah, sure. They had to admit that, like, this doesn't necessarily mean that you just took over the headquarters of Hamas. That You know what I'm saying? And so, like, like I, I will Israel... say this is going to be one of those things that time needs to tell. I, will you forget sure. where you're going with that? No, no. Because, no, I agree. Okay. But, like, call me crazy. If I was leaving the hospital that I had a command center in, I would sure. probably cover up my traces as best sure. I could and barricade doors and booby trap things. Sure. I, I agree. Okay. But, but I don't like is... agreeing with Israel. <laughs> Israel is in control of this narrative. Uh, oh, you're saying the so, Jews own the media. Is that what you're no, saying? No, huh? I'm saying this is, that, I have another clip from Alan from a couple of weeks ago. Geez. The Jews are a huge problem. That wasn't Alan. I, that definitely wasn't me. Okay. Uh, no, what I'm saying is they are the ones that control this narrative, at least what we see on the, in the West. Um, because the Jews in Palestine aren't allowed to you know, have a voice. Um, we, this is a very one-sided conflict, what we see, including what's hap- what they're, they're talking about here, which is the release of these people, the exchange of people between Palestine right. and Israel. Yeah. So yeah, we they, see the, the the families getting back together um, from the Israeli side. We don't see it on the Palestinian side. Am I not being very imaginative? What's the good reason for that? Like, what's the good reason to not show that outside of you don't want positive images of those people? That is it? That's the well, only... I think because it humanizes them. That is the only reason. I mean, I, I, yes. I, that's what I'm saying. Am I being lazy and assuming that? No, I think that's it's, uh, right. okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a little bit more. I just feel like okay. this is a really powerful video. Yeah. 
just to break down, break, break that down a little bit, there is no grounds to call them terrorists because by Israel's own reckoning, those 39 prisoners were uh, 15 minors, 10 of whom were only charged. I have an upcoming clip that talks about like the dynamics of what types of people are arrested and how. And 24 women, 23 were, sorry, were detained, not charged. And 10 of the minors were detained, not charged. It complicates telling this story. So imagine your daughter has come home to you and you have to hide indoors to express your joy. I want to show you this video, Wolf, of a, a daughter reuniting with her mother that was sent to us by the family. Take a listen. It's really, really powerful and emotional scene. Yeah. Yeah. It um, is. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I, um, I don't have any intellectual thoughts on that. I just have that. That's just not, um, you know, this is why people aren't quick to be fully behind Israel. And because mm-hmm. these kind of tactics are the things that have soured us on them in this situation in the past. Yes. And yes. there was a lot of goodwill because of the horrible thing that happened to them. However, you know, just, you know, it's weird to talk to the people of tradition, but um, <laughs> you know, I think I have a lesson that we can partake to you as Americans. This is not the way to clear out your terrorist problem. So, yeah, agreed. Okay. Um, this is a clip from Jordan is my lawyer. She's oh. describing the situation with the the detainees number. Well, here, she'll set it up just fine. Or maybe they haven't been charged with a crime at all. What do I mean by that? There's a method of detention that Israel uses called administrative detention which is incarceration without trial or charge. Sometimes someone can be held on the grounds that they plan to break the law in the future when no law has been broken yet. So because this is typically a preventative measure, there's no real time limit as to how much time these detainees spend detained. Initially, the person can be held for up to six months, but if the military commander of the West Bank finds that reasonable grounds exist to believe the threat still exists, the detention can be extended for another six-month period. And that can go on indefinitely. Um, hey, it's like they have their very own Gitmo. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, Jesus, yes, exactly, actually. Um, so prior to October 7th, there were about 8,000. No, I actually don't remember the the number now. So I for, forgive me at this point, there's about 8,000, I believe, um, Palestinian prisoners in, in is- Israel's in Israel. custody yeah. between yeah. 1200 and like 2200 are estimated to be these admit on administrative as administrative detainees, mm-hmm. which is, we suspect you were plotting to commit a crime. Uh, you know, we saw you pick up that rock. You were going to throw it. Right. Yeah. Or, or that lady that like slapped the, um, do you remember that lady from like a year ago or two years ago that slapped the IDF soldier in the face and was arrested and she kind of became like a, I do. Yeah. yeah. She sort of became a Greta yeah. of Palestine in that way. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is like good on her. Um, the, so people like that, I, I believe she's one of the people that like Israel's like, yeah, you can have whoever you want, but you're not getting her. Um, <laughs> But but there's a lot of those those are they didn't commit any crimes they're just suspected or they're you know bad people future that. crime yeah, it's future minority crime. report I know, time exactly. yeah. I was kind of circling around that you're right yeah. that was it um, 
yeah, I uh, I guess that that answers a lot of the other stuff earlier that I said. That that, that was the clip as promised. Right. Um, you know what? Here, isn't that something? something felt wrong? I knew we had to mm. clear the air a little bit. Those buttons exist for a reason. Yes. Um, here's Biden from I think it was last Friday being asked about the hostage release situation. The I've encouraged the prime minister to. Uh, To focus on trying to reduce the number of casualties while he is attempting to eliminate Hamas, which is a legitimate objective he has. That's a difficult task, and uh, I don't know how long it will take. My expectation and hope is that as we move forward, the rest of the Arab world and the region is also putting pressure on all sides to slow this down. There are members of your party that would like to see conditions placed on your, what your, you know, the, the deal that we're trying to give them weapons. By the way, I'm sorry, am I completely ignorant to ask this? Do, why does Israel need weapons and aid from us? I thought they were kind of good. And yeah, like, especially no, the I... way they're handling this, can't they just do this on their own? I mean, we've been supporting israel financially and militarily since the inception as a state but yeah i, I would have thought that they would be pretty self-sufficient at this point they're not well. fighting russia no no they're, they're they're not fighting russia biden choosing his words very carefully I, here i know i know you almost know, like he's at an inflection point i don't know <laughs> Well, I think that's a, 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 a worthwhile thought, but I don't think if I started off with that, we'd ever gotten to where we are today. Mm. That's I, an admission. Oh, it is. Huh? Isn't that something? It goes to me, it goes to somewhere that I've been thinking about and not really sure how to ask you this question on the show, which is like, if you think into a future where this is all resolved, and the Middle East mostly looks the same way it does. And mm-hmm. Israel is the democracy. I did scare quotes um, sure. in the region. We are going to want to have a very good relationship with that nation. Mm-hmm. And if we, if they have a memory of us leaving them high and dry, we're not going to be able to do that. And I don't know how to like, this is why I'm not president. I don't know how to um, tactically respond and make decisions. I mean, I kind of feel like with that context in mind, Biden hasn't made the worst moves. I just wish that he would give more conditions to, you know, the aid. Yeah. I mean, I would agree. I, I think there's zero chance that we leave Israel high and dry. There's just too much political momentum in this country to, to allow that to happen. It just feels like there's room between what he's doing and what that would be, what would be perceived as that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, I mean, the, the Intercept had a, an episode recently about their take on Biden's stance on this and kind of essentially calling him out as <laughs> saying he's party to being a war criminal. Obviously, Intercept has a very I mean, we're bias. giving them the weapons that they're using. It's true. It's true. It seems like um, if we didn't do that, they would have to take they would have to make harder decisions, right? Yeah, but we've talked about this or like, before. What if we just said, we promise you, you won't run out, but we're not going to give you enough so much now that you feel like you won't run out. Like, I, like How about how know, about no cluster bombs? Can yeah. we start yeah. there? That, I mean, we don't use good. them in a city. I think we have. Sure. Okay. Sure. I mean, they're good for minefields and making new mines and trenches. <laughs> and... They're, they're multi-purpose tools. You know, yes, it's, yeah. uh, it's like that. Uh... Swiss Army, uh, Swiss Army, nice. Yeah, uh, I've got John Kirby uh, talking about this situation with uh, 
what's going on with Israel and Palestine. And, you know, obviously people are outraged. Structure, knocking out the heat, knocking out the power. I mean, are your families without heat or power? At least, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and, uh, and hitting quite literally innocent civilian targets, playgrounds, schools, hospitals. hospitals. Um, it's, it's, it's utter depravity. Oh, hold on. I had this labeled wrong. This is about Russia and Ukraine. The civilian infrastructure, <laughs> knocking out the heat. Yeah, no- he's talking about Russia. My bad. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, something. that's something. That's weird. That's something. I'm sorry I got that confused, man. You know, it's I got, you know what? I'm in a hurry. I'm kind of Russian. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, sorry about you that. You know, these things happen. Uh, Fox News called out uh, an IDF guy talking about the shit they found in the tunnels and stuff. This is pretty good. I don't know if you saw this. I mean, is this part of the hospital? They're in um, what they're what. So the Fox News guy is asking the person taking the IDF like communications guy that's out uh-huh. sort of selling selling Israel's side of what they're saying they've discovered. Right. Mm-hmm. So yes. this is in a tunnel under the hospital. Hospital. It is not a part of the hospital. Because it looks like the tile from the hospital, you know what I mean? It looks like the same tile. So I mean, is the same it- tile. Like, it's, it's like, yeah, they had some tile left over, so they put some tile up and they dug yeah, their tunnel. Yeah. Repurposed it. Yeah. So to speak. And that's something. Yeah, there's always like a bucket of paint whenever you get a new place. Yeah, absolutely. Like just in case for some extra spots. ceiling tiles yeah, laying around. Just probably you get rain is. damage, you know, you got to Exactly. Have those. You need yeah. it all to match. So, yeah, that's right, probably right. why they, that's probably yeah, what happened. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, uh, all right. This is a quick, quick segue here, dude. This is, uh, this shit should make your butthole pucker if you've been through the last four years. These images of crowded Chinese hospitals bring back all too familiar memories. The country is grappling with a surge in respiratory illnesses in recent weeks, especially in northern areas like Beijing and Liaoning province. Children are particularly affected. On November 21st, ProMed, a public diseases surveillance program... Sorry, I thought about pausing this earlier and I didn't. Um, the people I talk to that send in a lot of the conspiracy clips have mm-hmm. been saying prior to this coming out that COVID didn't attack children and that's where they fucked up, whatever this next one is that comes out. And they were, they've been saying that the next virus is going to be 2025. Uh, but they, but what they were saying is in 2025, it'll be, it'll attack children. So that's already exists. Just know that as a thing that is going to be someone's tendencies. And then stories like this just layer on top of that. So like have that as your base floor of your skepticism. So that when you hear that, you're not, it's not your first time. This will inoculate you to when you hear those, uh, those thoughts later. Issued a warning of an undiagnosed pneumonia, sparking fears of a new virus emerging from China and prompting the World Health Organization to request more information from Beijing. Chinese authorities say the surge was not caused by a novel virus, but by an overlap of known bacteria and viruses such as the flu virus, rhinoviruses and others. They also blame the spike on the lifting of COVID-19 restrictions 11 months ago. As the winter sets in, that's what usually we will see a lot of uh, respiratory tract infections such as RSVs, uh, flu virus, and also uh, the mycoplasma pneumonia. But this year, as we've um, been suffering and going through the COVID-19, a lot of people actually did not have uh, much infection during the previous three years. I think that's probably one of the reasons. So the- lower immune systems from avoiding small infections for the last few years, I believe, is what he said. Yeah, like George Carlin said, you know, you swim in the uh, the ditches and uh, <laughs> just like that's George how you Carlin's. get your immune. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The WHO does not see any signs not of a new virus emerging. 
Chinese health officials have now urged local authorities to open more fever clinics in the affected regions, while hospitals warn of long waits in the next couple of weeks. I don't like it. Isn't that something? I don't like anything about mm-hmm. that, Alan. Uh, I don't either. Butthole yeah. puckering a little. Well, yeah. especially when you layer on top of all of that, that nobody... There, there was no good takeaway from what happened last, right? Right. Like, nothing is resolved from from before. So now people will say masks don't work because of how, mm-hmm. depending on how you interpret that study, which we've talked about. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't care for any of that, man. It's not. Yeah. Not me either. neither. All right. Um, I labeled that clip. Mm. <laughs> I labeled that clip. <laughs> I see the label. Clung, Kung flu to electric boogaloo. Yeah, it's an hour clever. and a half into this. Uh, <laughs> I I got a, a wackadoo, but when I previewed it before the show, I don't really feel like it's much of a wackadoo. Um, oh. This is a lady trying to walk into like a Tim Horton, not a Tim Hortons, like a Seven Eleven, something like a Seven Eleven in a convenience uh, store in Portland. Yeah. Please look at camera for entry. Oh wow! And if you stand on the shoes. Oh, stand on the shoes. <laughs> she just laughs. Wow. She's like, "Is this where I scan my face to allow the 1984 monster to get me, or whatever the <laughs> lesson was from that book?" I didn't pay attention. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame the business. Yeah, I. Um, but I would expect them to anticipate losses, right? Like, I would not sure. shop at some place that made me do sure. that. And you know, that's I guess what we can. Book. Well, there's always a tension between preventing loss and improving sales. So, like when you go to Safeway and they have all their deodorants and toothpaste behind a locked case, you're going to find a different place to go that doesn't have that. This literally happened so, last week. I was, I think yeah. it was right before we did the show last week. I was like, oh, I'm out of beer. I need to grab. Oh, it was, it was before Thanksgiving. I needed to get some, like, I didn't want people to drink all my good beer. So I got, like, <laughs> a case of Yingling. But I tried to, but uh-huh. it was locked. And I was yeah. like, and then I looked at the lady, and she didn't move. And I looked back, and I was like, I don't even like any of these beers. I'm not going to wait longer. Yeah. So Press like, the button. On the way the out, she's like, did you need key. anything? I'm like, I tried in this moment to give an honest answer to that instead of just saying, no, I, I'm good. So mm-hmm. I didn't mean to scold her, but I came across this. This is what I said, and I know it's going to sound bad when I do it now. I go, I kind of was, but in the time it took me to like think, since it was locked, I changed my mind and realized I didn't really want any of this anyways. Like, like I wanted her to understand that the reason I didn't buy it was because of the locks, but I didn't right. want her to think it was because I don't like the fine products she's selling. Like, yep. <laughs> this is what it's like being, I think, I think that people into the stars and shit would say that's a typical Libra move. well i mean there is a there's a line between making it inconvenient for people to buy the shit you're selling and then preventing people from stealing the shit you're selling and you have to you know find the balance there and it usually involves staffing and if you can't staff Mm -hmm. for your loss prevention needs then you need to change your tactics and payroll is generally the largest expense of any business there is a place where that meets though right you can reduce that and deal with it like you Mm -hmm. know that there is a, a number that your shrink can be where it's not a problem. Right. Yes. Don't, uh, retail managers hate this one trick. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, no. Yeah. So Trying to go viral. I've got a... Uh, Buzzfeed speaking headlines of viral, over here. I've got a... Uh, t- we haven't heard from this guy in a long time. Um, Andrew Tate. This oh. is... 
I, I would say, you know, I think depending on your worldview, you might have, uh, there's varying reactions to the phrase toxic masculinity. <laughs> I will yeah. say that no matter how you think about that phrase, there's undenying that this is a perfect example of what would be considered toxic masculinity, even by you, sir, that you, the one, that, that, that listener, you, even you are going <laughs> to agree. You cried. There were tears that ran down my face, but I did not cry. We're going to go lunch I mean, that's crying. I would disagree. Because you, you're worried about admitting that. You think you're sounding Absolutely weak. not. That's a perfectly fine scenario to cry in. But I think the act of crying is an act of desperation. To sit and to cry is an act in and of itself. To do push-ups thinking of your children with tears running down your face, but you're concerned with finishing as many push-ups as possible within that day, I do not consider that crying. I consider that tears running down my face. <laughs> Fuck. Isn't that something... It's just, just like, well, don't you, I'm crying about my kids, but I'm doing push-ups. Do push-ups. I, I just, what I'm really doing is trying to see how many push-ups I can do. That's all. Yeah. It's like, man uh, out here doing man shit. Man, push-ups. I'm crying. What happened, man? What happened? Like, <laughs> Who yeah, hurt you? I know. I know. I did. Well, um, I'm hurting. For, yeah. Uh, see you on the B-side. <laughs> this is the B-side of our platter, sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. <laughs> in the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you again It's like a curse weighing on an entire landscape. And whoever goes too deep into this has his share of that curse. So we are cursed with what we are doing here. It's a land that God, if he exists, has has created in anger. It's the only land where, where creation is unfinished yet. Taking a close look at, at what's around us, there, there is some sort of a harmony. It is the harmony of overwhelming and collective murder. <laughs> and we, in comparison to the articulate vileness and baseness and obscenity of all this jungle, uh, we, in comparison to that enormous articulation, we only sound and look like badly pronounced and half-finished sentences out of a stupid suburban novel, a cheap novel. It's the way that guy sees the world, man. It's just wild. Wow. He looks he's at the so jungle young. and he talks. Yeah, I know, right? Dude. He's so young. Yeah. Too. But he's like, it's he's funny. talking about like the beauty of a jungle and he's just like, it's right. evil or whatever he said. Like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson has this whole riff about people think that you know the earth is perfectly suited for humans to live on and oh, he's yeah. like no it's not it's trying to kill us like every moment like yeah. there's predators out there right. i i could drop you in like 70% of the world without <laughs> clothes and you die in like like an hour hours, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like hey, yeah it's a good point yeah fair i had a thought during half mm, do tell you probably know what this is like um i've noticed having a beard i don't really want to know and i don't think i need to overshare here but like, I seem to have a problem with long curly hairs showing up 
in ways I don't need. We don't. We don't need to know about each other's hygiene. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I now seem to have a problem with long curly hairs showing up on like countertops and the top of the toilet, whereas that problem has been sort of resolved for much of my adult life. Um, not all of it, have, you know. Yeah, I have similar. So it's I like definitely uh have to yeah it's like swifter yeah there's like what is this long curly hair doing it's a beard hair but like what's this long curly hair it looks like i have on top of the sink on top of the remote in natasha's dirty clothes what (laughs) yes i feel your pain yeah Yeah. uh i tried to make a joke all right um (laughs) should we get into the trump cult let's all right so this is a twofer uh, the first clip is a guy talking about, so this is one of those like um, good liars or people that mimic that. Um, mm-hmm. And he's asking a guy at like a Trump rally, some question that I don't, these don't have to be set up. What ways did he make your life specifically better while he was president? Trump made this country great again. I truly believe Trump made this country great again. And at the foundations that this country stood for, Trump made this country great again. Some of these guys got to be plants, right? I don't know, man. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm some. asking for specific, right? What about what a Trump? similar tattoo? Look, he has a laurel wreath. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Did made the country great again. I mean, Trump wrote me a nice check. What can I say? <laughs> during the pandemic? During the pandemic. Well, I, I would I'd say. You a bigger one. I'm sorry to cut you off. I would say during the pandemic. Oh, so what is it? Tell me about that. Explain pandemic. Well, I mean, we all know COVID. You know, you this got, whole bro. thing was orchestrated. Chinese trying to veto Trump out of office. I'm looking at you. And, you know, we're not stupid. So be that as it may, and I, I don't I'm not a scientist. I don't know that part. But but, you know, Biden wrote a bigger check than Trump um, to to support you during the pandemic. His administration did. What is it about Trump's check that was sweeter? Uh, he had his personal autograph on there. I tell you, Do you what. remember <laughs> we talked about that. I you remember this. That did it for me. You had to fight for that. What if Trump could be my dad? <laughs> You'd go on nicer trips, probably. Hell yeah. I, I really want to Democrats play this Democrats were the ones that were for slavery. Democrats. The Democrats were the ones that hung up the Jim Crow stuff. Even if all of that were true about slavery, which party flies the Confederate flag today? A lot of the, a lot of the Democrats. You really think Democrats <laughs> fly the Confederate flag? There's Democrats the that yes, they're overwhelmingly. They're, this is just an example of someone that's like, I will just lie until like I'm actually breaking a law, and law enforcement will take away my rights right. for a time period. Right? <laughs> like I can just I can just keep lying. We'll see a Confederate flag right next to a Trump flag. That's just how it works no, nowadays. No, I, I haven't seen that overwhelmingly. You really? Was it Democrats or Republicans trying to take down Confederate statues? Confederate statues? Which party was trying to take down Confederate statues? What's so? Yeah. What's the statue got to do with? You're saying that Democrats are pro-Confederate, but weren't Democrats trying to remove Confederate statues? Why are they doing that? Because they're anti-Confederate. No, they're not. Why are they trying to remove the statues then? Because they're trying to change the history of our country. Take your camera and go interview all these black people that are here, okay? Oh, yeah. And you ask the them three black they, people that are here. If what? you ask them, all right, yeah, all right. I feel bad sometimes playing these. I'm like, ah, I mean, that's not everybody there. But it, bias exhibit yeah. A. Jesus there really Christ. needs to be somebody that, like, in the same sense of humor, 
does mm-hmm. this with the left because I know there's people like that. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. But they Jesus. don't, the thing is, like, what do they, even the people that are, like, name a topic, nobody has a daddy like people have Trump. You know, I get right. it. There's the Bill Gates and there's all that stuff. But I just, <clears throat> didn't I, I think I'm about to play a Bill Gates. No, I skipped. I think I'm about to skip. Hold on, Alan. This is worth finding. Okay. Alan, I meant to play this earlier. Got it, got it. Okay. What's your message to people who say, well, how can I help? What can I do? What do you say to people like that? Imagine a school where if you get a bad grade, you would have to edge for two hours. And if you got good grades, you edge? could watch Skibidi Toilet for an entire day. Would this be a W school, you think? It's more of that Gen Alpha slang. <laughs> What's your message? Be a W school. You see, that was uh, Bill Gates. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what about Trump stuff made me think? Oh, because I knew there was silly stuff from the left, too. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Okay. Well, that's how my brain works. Um, <laughs> dude, I can't believe this hasn't been fucking everywhere. So uh, Trump was... <laughs> I When was... Why is Trump bringing up the hookers peeing on the bed? I don't know. Like, I, I, this is firmly in the past, and it's not yeah. good for him to bring it up. And that dossier has been firmly debunked. Yes, so, yes. Like, it's... <laughs> So he said this last week or on the 19th. He was with four hookers. You think that was good that night to go up and tell my wife, it's not true, darling. I love you very much. It's not true. I don't think he talks to his wife like that. I don't think so either. Good that night to go up and tell my wife, it's not true, darling. I love you very much. It's not true. Actually, that one she didn't believe because she said he's a germaphobe. He's not into that, you know? She did say that. It's true. He's not into golden showers, as they say. They <laughs> what the? Let's go. I don't like that idea. No, I didn't. I thought that would be a big problem. I was going to have a rough night, but that one she was very good on. She said. No. So he just said. He just said at he a was mic with four hookers. You think that was good that night to go up and tell my wife it's not true, darling? I love. He said. He said. Well, man, I thought I was really in for it there. Luckily, <laughs> this dumb broad's like you don't like getting peed on. You hold on. There's something about this that smells fishy. You, you don't like getting peed on. He's like, that's right. I hate getting peed on because I'm a germaphobe. It's not a you know, repressed <laughs> fetish or whatever. Here's something worth explaining about that, that I think people forget about. I, in fact, forgot about this until I was reminded of it recently. What was the story from the dossier? Do you remember? It was more specific than that. Or it was specific. It was at a hotel in Russia, maybe? Yes. Where the Obamas had stayed yes. before? Yes. the Obama bed. Yes. And he wanted to desecrate it or something like that. Yeah. So what was alleged in the discredited Steele dossier wasn't yes. that he got peed on, which, is what, peed which on. is what he keeps saying. Right. It was that the bed was peed on. So oh. he is not lying anytime he says this. It's a loophole like anal. <laughs> we have to define what the the word the means. Yes, I do. <laughs> he has never addressed the bed being peed on. No, just him being peed on. Okay. Do you think that means he kind of is into that? And he's like, oh, I don't do that. That's hilarious. Yeah, right. That is that's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. See, so so sometimes my mind does all the shenanigans that have happened yeah, yeah. earlier. Sometimes <laughs> that happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I didn't put a note for this, so I'm guessing it's worth oh. playing. Uh, this is uh, uh, this is another Trump supporter. If this, I don't like to be too gratuitous. Them documents are going to show, and they're going to be able to prove. Cause that- oh, this is a great legal theory I hadn't thought of. So he's going to say that the documents are going to be Trump's. His they're actually going to be his way out of the lawsuit. The Mar-a-Lago documents. Yeah, all the documents he took home okay. are actually going to are going to help him. They're going to exonerate him. Yes. Which his whole plan is to get them documents brought into court so that they can't throw. See, if he has them in Mar-a-Lago, no one's going to listen to him when he talks right, about but them. Now they're but a if matter they bring, of public record. bring it into court, right? They're not a matter of record when they're held by the National Archives. Pull <laughs> them out and show the, the treasonous acts that they've been doing. So you think Trump hid documents in Mar-a-Lago so that those documents could be entered into the court? Yes. Interesting. Yes. I haven't heard that one. Well, if they're going to charge Trump, why aren't they going to charge Biden? For what? For all the documents that he had in the garage, yeah, but- in his pool house, <laughs> in his bathroom. Yeah, yeah, By the Corvette. Document, and he gave it immediately. To- <laughs> I like how he described all the places where Trump had them <laughs> <laughs> while he was shitting on. I, this guy's a plant. There's no way this guy's no authorities. Not- Trump kept it for over a year, the documents that he had. The box is presidential. Executive right. Huh? No, these were documents that he was not supposed to have. Then. I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that. I- so there is no arguing with this person, right? Um, Bob Seska and Buzz Burbank got into an argument on their show today, uh, and they argued about Bob was saying there's always been a recession during a Republican presidency. And he's like, I think that's a good thing to say to help like get the word out why have, how you don't want to have a... If you're worried about a recession, then let Biden continue to land the plane. And okay. Buzz was saying, I agree with you. That's not a winning argument that that falls on deaf ears. You need to be able to say things like, if you like having health care, this man just told you that he's going to repeal mm-hmm. your health care and not replace it with anything because he had four years in office. They almost repealed it. And even at the time of that, they didn't have a replacement. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he's making like the negative space balance. argument. And, yes. Yeah. 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 I think there are documents that he had to be able to prove what's going on. So if Trump is in jail... Next election, do you still vote for him? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll even send him 50 bucks for his bond. Damn. Yep. He's a billionaire, though. You could give him money? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable, right? The ability to keep, like, two opposing ideas in your brain and believe both of them is just incredible. Yeah. It is I need to send this man $50 for his defense, but he is a billionaire. He's my hero. Like what? <laughs> Part of his argument is, yes, my in, in a separate lawsuit is right. this property is worth whatever the fuck I want to sell right. it for. So right. you think he needs your money? Right. right. All right. All right. You know what? He's house it. poor, Alan. Imagine right. being house poor with that. Like it's totally possible. I kind of feel bad for him. Uh, All, yeah. right. All I do is pay prayers. my mortgage. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Extreme, the, this is uh, Steve Bannon. Extreme wealth. This is why I say let's have massive tax increases on billionaires of the Forbes 500. Sorry. This is Steve Bannon. That's oh, okay. 499 of them are not MAGA, <laughs> right? Not MAGA at all. In fact, the large proportion are, are, are radical progressives. He said of the top 400, 399 of the billionaires are not MAGA. Do you want to guess who that 400th is? So I guess we know why the Koch brothers are backing Nikki Haley. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> darling okay. Nikki, as we've described it. The darling of the Koch brothers. Right. Nikki. They made this mess through the, through the Uniparty. Why shouldn't they pay for it? Ooh, the Uniparty. The extreme, the- 
Yeah, yeah, Uniparty. I, nice I don't like him. I mean, I've said that. I don't like it when he says things I've said. It means I probably heard it from somebody. I heard it from him. He said, "I like that." Um, you say monolith mon- usually, not monolith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I say monoparty. Isn't that what he just yeah. said? Yeah. No, he said Uniparty. Oh yeah, I wouldn't say Uniparty. That's a hmm. yeah low IQ no. term. <laughs> um, uh, this is uh, this is Trump from seven days ago. So uh, th- he did he did post a thing at like two a.m. on Thanksgiving that was just like I'm thankful for my haters and all that shit. <laughs> uh, this is Trump congratulating uh, Millet in Argentina. By the way, Millet is converting to Judaism. Uh, I saw this. part of how he got elected was being Catholic and shitting on the Pope <laughs> for not right. being Catholic enough. But okay. Um, this is uh, this is Trump congratulating him. I wish you could. Well, you could see this, listeners. I wish you could see this. Uh, join the Patreon, I suppose. You can if you're a Patreon member. Go. Yes, uh, it's three dollars lowest tier. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the so three dollars make you holler. We had someone, and they just hey, your dad signed up. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, I was nice. like, hell yeah, Bob. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this is, uh, dude. I so I want you to look at Trump. He looks fucking haggard in this video. Oh, A very yeah. special congratulations to Javier Malay. Dude, he looks like Regis Philbin. Yeah. On wow. a great race for president of Argentina, the whole world was watching, and I am very proud of you. You will turn your country around and truly make Argentina great again. Congratulations. He, he had they they had hats they had uh it's maga I don't know if I mean the acronym still works it so, doesn't you know, in not? Spanish uh, fair which <laughs> I looked fair. up to confirm <laughs> yeah no I Ante's day or something but the yeah. the G grande it's not grande I forget it again uh, that you know what Grande's big. No, none of that was Spanish no that was that was Italian <laughs> or whatever that cup size is at um, Starbucks Fenty. Uh, Venti, that's it. I don't think that was it. Um, yeah, that's Bannon saying tax the billionaires. Um, Elon was that one he didn't mention. Uh, <laughs> I played Trump Millet. Um, I, I did put this note here. I, I guess it doesn't fit, but I don't think I have anywhere it does fit. Did you see that uh, Mike Pence agreed to testify for Jack Smith? I did see that. I did. So that means there will be testimony because there's no way you don't ask something like this where he says... Uh, I mean, I, I do recognize that nothing matters anymore, but there will be testimony where he's going to say the president knew that he had lost the election and he instructed me to take part in his plot to change the results. Exactly. Yes. I, yes. It only takes one juror, but like, damn, dude, that seems like that. Pretty damning yeah. evidence. Yeah. yeah. By the way, it's Acer Grande. Uh uh Argentina Otra Vez. Yeah. Otra Vez. That's right. Yeah. 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 You had Grande, though. Nice pool. <laughs> Mago. Is it Mago? Magov. Magov, yeah. yeah. <laughs> OV, yeah. Uh, I don't want to make that the show cover, but no, it's so easy. Oh, what is it? Hacer. 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 Yeah. Argentina. Mm-hmm. Grande otra vez. Otra vez. That's fun. Hagov. Hagov. It's a Harry Potter character. Is it? Close. Hagrid. Oh. But, oh. Yeah. Hagrid? That's a name. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is the one I... Uh, no, you can look at this one. Uh, Mike Lindell, the pillow, ga- oh, pillow, the pillow man. man. Uh, yeah. This is a theory on Mike Lindell. Who is Mike Lindell? Who is? Is John John still alive? We're going to find out the truth. So you think, you think that Mike Lindell is John F. Kennedy Jr.? Yes, I do. We're gonna- <laughs> right, this guy, okay, I keep saying it. This guy's 100% a plant. Describe what he's wearing. 
He's wearing the Abraham Lincoln T-shirt. Uh huh. Like while a, he's talking about the son of an assassinated president. That's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's got like a Trump flag as a as a hat cape. or something as a cape. Yeah. It's, there's yeah. nothing. No, that guy's fake. I'm not playing anymore. I'm not falling for this one, Alan. The other <laughs> ones are real though. Uh, Mike Lindell, the Pillow Man. Um, he fucked that blonde chick from Thirty Rock. I think about it every time. Tina Fey? No. Um, the one you can't remember her name. The main character that's not Tina Fey. Oh, okay. And yeah, not yeah. Tracy Jordan. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Don't look at this. I don't want you to look at this. Um, okay. But I don't remember what I want to ask you. Uh, oh, I think if you read it, you'll know who they're talking about. Uh, but I want you to guess who they're talking about. Okay. They lay out what I think is one of the most kind of comprehensive theories of the case. And they put it right at the top of their report. They say that they have found substantial evidence that he violated both ethics rules and criminal law. And specifically, they say that he sought to fraudulently exploit every aspect of his candidacy for personal financial profit. George Santos. Uh, you know what? I was going to give you two choices. If you didn't say George Santos, would you have said Trump? <laughs> no, I mean, no, I, I, oh, that was George Santos. I thought Santos, that sounded sure. a lot yeah, like Close him. enough, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I didn't look. I know. Yeah. You, but you said no when I said, could it have been Trump? It could have been. Yeah, close, close enough. Yeah. I, I knew. Yeah, okay. That's Will you yes start. and next time so I don't feel bad? Yes. Okay. Yes and. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, just straight up say yes and. <laughs> Actually, that could be a good bit. Let's lean into that. Yeah. Yes and. Move on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Actually, yeah. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. Uh, wait a second. That belongs down with the rest of the right because it only oh. made sense there if it was about Trump. So joke's on me. Uh, dude, <laughs> yes. so many people. Yes, fucking... and. Thanks, Alan. So many people. <laughs> it is better when you interrupt because uh, you don't. The um, so this is. Were you about to? No, no, okay, I wasn't. Uh, this is so many people fucking sent me this. This is. Um, it doesn't matter who this guy is. This is a guy at a Trump rally in Iowa. In my time, I have left one of my great heroes. The great Jedi Master himself, <laughs> Master Yoda. <clears throat> mm, the dark side is very powerful in Biden. Crooked is he. Your country, he does not care. Oh, no. The force is strong in Trump. He wrote, he wrote this down. He wrote I, this down. Yeah. I when would... he must. Help him, you can. This man found something. this in front of a mirror. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. This that's... man found something more embarrassing than white guys rapping. <laughs> Caucus for him, you shall. For without his victory, all hope is lost. Ladies uh, Oh, you want me to <laughs> and gentlemen, yeah. God bless you. Make sure you get make sure So much cringe. Yes, it was all the cringe. So much cringe. Yes. <laughs> um this is gonna just be for the Patreon. I think it'll, okay. so we'll describe it to the listeners. Um, we are a Rudy Giuliani themed podcast. There was no way we're yes. passing this up. Sorry, it's mostly video. So he's doing a podcast or a, like a video stream um, on X. like the Netflix fireplace behind Yeah, he has the Netflix. So it, so it yeah. appears that that's just set up in the background as like a fireplace look. But right. in fact, it's, it's mirroring his desktop. So that oh. I think is either his screensaver or he went into a new app. And when he opened up his web browser, oh. so the the right thing was done here to assume <laughs> Pornhub login. And I wish you could see how wide his eyes are. Oh, uh, probably a terrorist or possibly a terrorist attack. 
So they, the right thing was done here to assume. I mean, uh, probably a terrorist or possibly a terrorist attack. Oh my god! We know he's a horny old man. Yeah, you know, yeah. given the Sasha Baron Cohen. Clip, I, but... Yeah, I was about to say I don't blame him, but now that you compared it to that, yeah, that's pretty inappropriate. <laughs> Totes and appropes. Uh, this is. Uh, I don't know. Let me see if you want to play this. This is. Uh, this is normal versus crazy. This is so it starts off with Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I believe that's who that is, and she's saying that uh, the 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 future of the GOP is normal versus crazy. Which I will remind you before hearing this, the Massey rule. This is related to um, Massey from Kentucky. He's in the House of Representative right now. Um, his his rule is that the people will vote for now. People vote for the craziest son of a bitch in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, here. The truth is, it's not even a question anymore between right and left. It is normal versus crazy. Do it, baby. I love you so much. Magic and just bad news. Bad things are happening. Normal versus crazy. <laughs> I would like the member to be instructed to not introduce any pornography Marjorie. today. Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. She and her companion explicitly groping each other repeatedly it's so horny looking at those boobs though like that dress really does her favors right she yeah, doesn't even look the... like a grandma apparently i'm into grandmas <laughs> you're into while they were in their seats normal versus crazy we'll stand your butt up then you stand up oh, 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 oh stop it you know you're a united states <laughs> senator what happened with you and kevin mccartney and got elbowed in the back and it kind of caught me off guard because it was a clean shot to the kidneys normal versus crazy there is substantial evidence that santos violated federal law well i posted them on my twitter account <laughs> you look like a smirk <laughs> it is normal i'm just gonna do that one more time yeah that's good stuff yeah it is kind of good stuff uh, uh sarah huckabee sanders that's a granddaughter of bernie right that's, that's yes and the cousin yeah. of uh one of my coworkers. <laughs> right granddaughter of bernie no, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, she, well, Alan, there's a relevant political figure. She's the niece or something of Mike, Mike Huckabee. Huckabee. Huck yes, Micabee. Yes. I always want to say Huck Micabee for some reason. <laughs> now I've shared it with you, so you know about it. So yes. you're, you're a part of this too. Um, now I can externalize my um, it's idios- idiosyncrasies. Idiosyncr- 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 we'll go with earworm, sure. Um, this is Nikki Haley versus, uh, don't watch this, okay? Ooh. This okay. is Nikki Haley arguing with Vivek Ramaswamy. Rums of cake. Fuck me, Domino's fucked me, or you fucked me. I don't know who fucked you, but I didn't fuck you. I didn't fuck you, okay? Just, anytime there's Indians arguing, I always say it's Vivek <laughs> Nikki Haley. They're both Indian, it's funny. So here's the story on this video. A DoorDash uh-huh. driver gives a guy a pizza with four slices missing, and he goes back to the car and calls him back up to show it to him. And the driver's like, I didn't fucking do that. And he's like, well, then Domino's did it. And he's like, well, I didn't. Or Domino's, I don't know. But the thing is, that Dom- the driver is guilty as fuck because he starts attacking the guy, the, the, homo- the, the person he delivered the food to. Mm-hmm. Which you'd only do if you were guilty of eating the food. Yeah. He starts, it's hard to understand him, but he's, he's saying like, you have, he's a lot of gestures. He doesn't use his words very well in this argument. I guess he's flustered. He's like, you have big belly and like grease and food all over your beard. I think is what he's gesturing at. (laughs) Maybe, you know what? Let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing. Maybe when I give you a pizza, you open the pizza and put the pizza fucking in your stomach. Like, look at this, your big stomach. How big it is? How big it is? It is pizza there, right there, okay? 
here just fine. I was wrong. Think I'm gonna fucking eat the piece and then come have? Yes, yes, I know you. I know. Look at your feet, bro. Feet are still falling out. You know, all the teeth falling from bed, from your mouth, and it's going in the in the fucking stomach. Domino, fuck me. You fuck me. Don't... <laughs> so much <laughs> oh, oh, that guy's I can see in your beard oh god oh I love it I, I just like just never just saying I can't say no like I can say no I, oh my god oh that's so funny okay yeah it wasn't Nikki Haley but yeah like Alan said Nikki Haley got endorsed by the Koch brothers mm-hmm. um, so which side of the fence do you put the Koch brothers in um, um, free market darlings or um, right-wing kingmakers. Right-wing kingmakers. Would you think of them as libertarians, like people often say? Because I don't think... I I don't. Yeah, I, I think they leverage the state far too much, although it depends yeah. where you land within the party. Hayek, sure. Yeah. It's a spectrum, so to speak. It is a spectrum. I'm more Hayekian, but even he's inconsistent. So um, where am I? Oh, uh, here's a clip from Newsmax. This is, I think, we make fun oh. of the left. And we make fun Quality of... Quality uh, media outlet. Right. We make fun of uh, left-wing media outlets in Best of the Left. So I think Best of the Right should include this, right? Absolutely. If you launch a rocket at the United States of America or any of our installations globally, I will turn a section of your country into a six-foot-thick sheet of glass. What is... wrong with that wow um just a thought like i don't know if there's a spot on earth uh, you know there aren't a lot of spots on earth where you could launch a rocket and not be perceived to have hit hit it towards we got a lot of bases is what i'm getting at there's a lot yeah Yeah, there's a lot of bases Ooh, natasha's cooking i can smell we're not colonialists or anything you know no they like us there that's what they say (laughs) really the only time loves us i just what i hear (laughs) it's what i heard well, that's that a somewhere. Ghostbusters reference. Remember when he's like, um, "This man has no dick," and they like all freak out, and he's like, "What? That's what I heard." <laughs> yeah. Um, girl math versus Republican. We've been talking about all these girl maths and boy maths. And oh yeah. Maths. This is uh, the joke on this one is Republican math. Oh. I've seen a lot of TikToks on girl math, but have you heard about Republican math? It's where a bunch of old rich people tell you that they need to cut programs that benefit you in order to give money to the wealthy they can explain it to you you don't cut something in entitlements you'll never really deal with oh, we'll be cutting. and now we're cutting we need to deal with social security social security is going to go bankrupt in 10 years medicare is going to go bankrupt in eight the real driver of the debt is entitlements so will yeah. congress take up entitlement spending next year yes we will entitlement reform is a must the only way to fix that is entitlement reform Medicare, Social Security. All right, I think we go know where they're going with this. Can I yeah. can I counter that a little bit? Her point and yeah. Um, so I don't think that these things need to be. I I feel like when we talked about dialectics before, these don't need to be dialectical to each other. Um, right. The fact that the trust funds that fund Social Security will become insolvent by before the end of this decade. Not all of them, but enough of but a few of them. What the effect of that? If we do nothing. If we keep things as they are, Social Security won't go away, but people either down the ladder, either newest people on or people with certain things that cannot be funded will lose their funding or everybody will start getting less. So it, it, there, that will happen if we do nothing. Both or, Social Security and Medicare. And Medicaid for, for yes. the same thing, yes. yes. So that's been true. Separately, and when Trump put his tax cuts through in 2017... Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there was no 
other resolution for how the government will be either more efficient or bring in other sources of revenue. And it is worth pointing out that the first year of the tax cuts that would be noticed on your income tax return before the midterms in 2018 were very good for the middle class and all the effects that were bad for us that we're actually experiencing right now are, were things that were downstream. So the second and third right. year was where things sort of changed in that bill in ways that would impact the middle class a lot more. Essentially, they were staggered so that the the, the negative impact wasn't seen while Trump until, was Until still. after yeah. the yeah. midterms. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, nobody remembers that, and it's very boring to bring up. People don't have time. It's true, though. It is true. Um, oh, speaking of uh, speaking of math, guess how much money the RNC says they have on hand. So the, the RNC, yeah, the Republican National Committee. Ask guess how much they have on hand. I, just j- just for like mile markers, at this time in the 2016 election, they had 20 million on hand. At this time in the 2020 election, they had 61 million on hand. Guess how much they have on hand now? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to say it's more. I'm going to say it's got to be in the 80s. Is that more? Are you thinking of a number bigger than 9 million? Yes. Okay. That's the real number is 9 million. What? Because they paid all of Trump's illegal fees? I mean, I think they've had a lot of legal fees. If not Trump's, the people that Trump said he wouldn't help, right? Right. Jesus. Yep. Yep. Nine million? Nine million dollars. Um, wow. Not to maybe flex too need, much. I think maybe they de- need George Santos to I know, right? fundraise. I don't know. He seems uh, to be pretty clever at that. Democrats have about 18 million. And... Steal some uh, credit card numbers. <laughs> Whatever you no, got to do. I stepped right on that. That was very good. You're right. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they need to switch it, have them switch parties, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's move on into best of the left. Somehow I feel like this belongs here. Okay. What do I have to do? Why won't it let me see this? X is cock blocking us currently. Well, I kind of appreciate that this has some sort of barrier to make sure that. So I, I didn't read. I was just like, what do I click to make it go away? It's saying this is uh, sensitive content, which ah, okay. would probably be fair to warn our viewers. Turn it down if there's kids around. Don't listen to this mm. for your kids. Okay. Or so, what do you think is going to happen? My vote is useless. So they're interviewing one of these uh, dipshits that dresses up like Nazis and mm-hmm. wears swastikas and believes that. Just there's a part in this where they start chanting white power. And I'm just like, like, I'm not unaware that there's people that think like this, but it's just sometimes like you hear a certain word, a certain way. And it's like, so hey. shocking, right? And I was just like, white power. I'm white. I don't <laughs> think that like just white people should be in charge of anything. Like that seems like a bad, like, I think we should like name a thing, not the whole world, but like a thing. Like I'm having trouble thinking of a thing where it's like, well, only white people should be in charge of that. Like that should not be like, Nothing I did that I take pride in of who I am is reflected in my skin color. Sure. So it's like, well, that if that's your descriptor, you need to go back and start at a different starting point and then work your way down to the good things. You started off at a bad spot. This guy looks like his name is Kyle and he has a monster energy drink tattoo. <laughs> uh, no offense to any Kyles in the audience. Uh, yeah, well, the show's called None Taken, but... Fuck them. Okay. Or what do you think's gonna happen? My vote is useless. I think Biden's better than Trump because he sends rockets to Ukraine. Oh. What? Go <laughs> here. In support of Ukraine, you mean? Hell Ukraine. Hell Azov. Love Ukraine. Didn't see that oh. coming at all, did you? So I did not understand. The Nazis what he was in America say um, they support Biden. Because, because Biden gives Ukraine. missiles to Ukraine because Azov according Italian. and yes, and according to Putin, <laughs> Ukraine is Nazis. 
That's a fucking long way to go around for your racist bullshit. I, I, like, in my Jesus. opinion, their logic is flawless if you start with the premise <laughs> that they start from. Wow. Yeah. I did not understand where that was going for uh, a good 30 seconds. I got to yeah. say, that guy also looks like a fed to me, but I don't just say mm. yeah. Um, he didn't have the face tattoos. The guy with the face tattoos seems pretty committed. That guy, yeah. Okay. 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 Um, I told you that belongs there. I don't know why. Oh, cause he yeah, supports yeah. Biden. That's so He's, we're yeah. making fun of the Pro left. <laughs> um, this is, uh, this, I titled this clip. What the fuck is she smoking? This is, um, oh. Oh, KJP. Yeah. KJP saying that everything's good in the economy. Season, families are seeing lower prices on everyday items from gas to groceries as holiday as holiday shopping starts. If she's saying prices are now lower than they were last year or lower than they were a few months ago, rather, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like there is nothing honest in what she just said. Prices are not fucking lower. Nobody's looking at the price of it. Dude, I drove through a Burger King. First of all, let me explain myself. I really, I, I why really, are you driving through a Burger King? I concept? love a Whopper Jr. And mm. some Burger Kings serve Whopper Juniors early. And I was in like oh, a part of the state I'm not normally Whopper. at. I love a breakfast Whopper Jr. Mm. Not a Whopper, Whopper Jr. Junior. Um, ratio wise, I feel like it's a perfect burger for fast food, for fast food. Not, not perfect. It's, it's no, not doing fucking nights of the, <laughs> what, what is it? Snacks of the round table. Right Snacks now. of the round um, okay. So, Four ninety nine, no four twenty nine for a small fries. Oh my god! Now they didn't have a breakfast burger, so I kept driving. But right. I four twenty nine for a small ridiculous. fries. I looked at the price of the combo. I was like, that doesn't add up. It's like the right. burger's five dollars and the meal's twelve. I'm like, what? Like it's not a deal. <laughs> like, and then I was like, well, fries. Well, fries are five dollars. I guess it is. Yeah, she's full of shit. Like shelves are stocked and prices prices for okay i will say this is true americans over the black i'm gonna close this i think we've i've made my point yeah the uh over the weekend for black friday and i'll speak for retail since alan only pretends to be a retail manager it's not really his job we just <laughs> fake it for the show right uh, you're, see alan, you're totally safe it's um yeah. so retail sales uh, americans spent over 112 no one one point Two billion, billion, yeah. Between Black Friday and Cyber Monday, mm-hmm. that's a lot of billion. It is. That's not it something is. you do when the economy is bad, right? Or when you think the economy is bad. So, like, right. these are the actions of people that don't feel secure about the economy, and I don't know how to parse that. What I'm trying to say is, if you survey people, they say the economy is bad, but when you think that, you don't go out and spend money like that. You're saying that their their actions don't match their your ego's right and checks your body can't cash. Right, 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 right. I mean, to your point though, yeah, prices, inflation has sort of stabilized and come down, but they're still higher than we were used to a year or two ago. And wages um, are going up, but that also means if you've had like two reviews in a row, like not everybody's on the same fucking schedule too, you know? Yeah. I went, I went to like a Panda Express today and they had a sign in the window. It's like 19... Nineteen dollars and ninety all, cents an hour. Pa, pa, whoa! To start, Panda's always been an expensive fast food place, though. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, felt like a, like a bowl there was over ten dollars, while like combo meals at other fast food places were still in the five to six dollar range. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. 
Um, are we done talking about that? I think we're done. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. I, so, I mean, do you do you have any insight that you care to share, or would you rather not? Um. So, retail sales, just broadly speaking, have rebounded slightly. Um, but still, I mean, the next four weeks, as far as I don't, retail goes, I'm so sorry. As we'll, far as retail goes, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, we'll be very determinative of how profitable retail corporations I, are earning. I don't costs. care. God damn it! I didn't mean to keep playing that. Can you answer that honestly again? And I'll cut. Yeah, yeah. The audio. So, so <clears throat> retail sales have rebounded somewhat recently. Black Friday, generally speaking, it's African American Friday, Alan. They- <laughs> sales were, were pretty okay across the board. However, the next four weeks between now and Christmas um, will be very determinative of how successful or how profitable. Oh, you think we, maybe we shot our wad too soon? Are yeah, you saying I mean, the American so, consumer might might have uh, some premature um, fiscal issues? The next four weeks from a retailer's perspective for some retailers is where they make like there, – there are some retailers out there who make like 70% of their entire profits – in this next four That's weeks. why it's called Black Friday. You're in the red right, all year right. except for this time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an ideal way to run a business, but there are businesses out there that survive that way. Um, and can it's you, really Can you cough for... through a couple of those that maybe me and you worked at? <laughs> sure. Is it um, Maples? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Staples. Yeah. Um, which has been on the fence for a long time. Hey, and the other one's I, out of business. <laughs> yeah. I would also say like smaller box stores, you know, stores yeah. doing like one and a half million or less in sales a year. Those stores make a shit ton of their profits. Yeah, and weeks. and if we're being honest, Staples made money year round too. It wasn't all in. Yeah, the year. but but a lot of the stuff that they sold was. If very they had a bad money. Black Friday, it would have been bad for. It the was store. rough for yeah. earnings. Let's yes. put it this way: we had to get in super early for Black Friday when we worked there. Whereas yeah. it's not. I mean, you still have to get in early, but it's not the same stampede it used to be it's in like two thousand five no. and all that. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, a lot of those retailers. Are open on Thanksgiving now. So Black See, Friday I thought on that Thursday. we trended away from that. Jesus Christ, we had a fucking pandemic and we couldn't come back and just get get our I shit know. together. It like, sucks. like if there's one day a fucking year where you're supposed to just appreciate being around the people that you love, yep. Yep. it's Thanksgiving. I agree. And yes. Alan loves the people at the Black Bear Diner. And you're gonna make <laughs> him come away from that and go into work. <laughs> yeah. That waitress cool. has kids to put through college with your fine tipping. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Can I play a clip of Biden saying something funny? Please. Care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. (laughs) The fact is, you can't look at that television and say nothing happened on the 6th. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. That's all. That was actually all I wanted to play, but I had to have it restart. Do you know what I was thinking when you played that last Trump clip? I was like... He's kind of like a hack comedian, like trying to get a laugh from his audience. Uh huh. It almost felt like Biden was doing the same thing right there. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. They're yeah. Like, yeah. But he's hmm. probably off script. Probably. He's always, almost always off script. Yeah. Uh, I really want to play this clip because I have some fucking thoughts. Senator Elizabeth Warren is fighting the forces of evil. She re- oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. The subway monopoly. Yep. The sandwich monopoly. <laughs> Okay. All right. Recently took to social media to parade her cause and give praise to the FTC for their investigation of the recent acquisition of Subway. You see, the company that bought Subway already owns Jimmy John's and McAllister's, which obviously gives cause for concern about a potential sandwich shop monopoly. That was direct quote from her tweet. 
Sandwich shop monopoly. How can you have a sandwich shop? How can you have a monopoly on anything that you can yell at your girlfriend to go make in the kitchen? <laughs> uh, back to our misogynistic oh, portion of the one, program. Uh, as long as, as long as we don't attempt to acquire Jersey mics, that, that, that'd be a problem for me. I like Jersey mics. <laughs> oh, so you're the person that still eats at Jersey mics after they advertise at you with Danny DeVito. Sure, yeah. No, I can't look at Danny DeVito and then look at a Jersey Mike's and be like, yeah, I'm hungry. Like, no, good food. They make good sandwiches. He's a human cockroach. You're telling me, like, why would you associate that with the food? His character in Sunny in Philadelphia is designed to be disgusting and repulse you. And you're like, better, salesman. What's better, Jared the pedophile? Oh, I don't need a subway because they fuck kids. Yeah, 100% to this day. I won't. Okay. That's true. I also didn't eat there because I didn't like the ad campaign that Jared did. So also their food sucks. It yes, yeah, not Those real bread suck. and their tuna yeah. is made of styrofoam or whatever. Yeah. Right. There's more. There's more. Shop Monopoly. Can you imagine the audacity? Actually, of who knows if there's fucking more? I think that's enough. You know, like can you imagine that fucking uh, this is not what he was gonna say. Here, I'll no, mm. I'm not gonna this is a separate thought that I came up with. It is not his. I realize the more I say that, the more emphasis I put into it, the more it sounds like I've I promise you, is that do I have to play the rest of his bit? No. I don't I'm making so. a sandwich at See, like that's he was saying something else, right? All right. Um now I don't remember. <laughs> something about Wiener Schnitzel? Well, I did have a thought that uh she was probably bought off because she's all these senators are all paid for. Mm, big sandwich. Well, it d- depends. I think she was paid off by Wiener Schnitzel. Now, Alan, are you saying the hot dogs are sandwiches? <laughs> hot dogs are sandwiches. Yeah, we're it's not. Meat we are bread. not. Shut up. We are not okay, doing that. We are not. Ew. No. The dress was blue, goddammit, oh and God. Brido's hat was purple. Listen to Brido's show on Sunday. Uh, he It's not on our feed. It'll be on Hunk with Mike Reidenstein, where you should be subscribing to. Um, yes. Yeah, he has a Yank... Nope. He has a Texas, Texas. Rangers hat that yeah. looks blue and red until you take something blue and red next to it, and it becomes teal or purple and pink, or teal and pink. Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Anyways... Um, I had thoughts. It was about, oh, oh, I know what it was. Can you imagine that Elizabeth Warren fucking posted that and then thought to herself, I might not be the hero that these people want, but I'm the hero that these people need. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely imagine that. <laughs> that was worth coming back to, huh? I have the tzatziki. Tzatziki sauce. Yes. Yeah. I, when I worked at Trader Joe's, this woman came in. I won't describe her because I think the voice I'm going to do will be too stereotypical mm, for me okay. to have said that first. So she walks by. Me and my coworkers used to quote this lady all the time. Anytime we'd pick it up to like rearrange the shelf, we would yell it. So this lady's just like walking through. She's like, mm, carrots, got some cucumbers. Oh, tabbouleh. Now tell me you wouldn't hear somebody say that and for the rest of your life go, ooh, tabbouleh. I say it with admiration, but I know I sound like I'm mocking right. Ooh, tabbouleh. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Where are we on this sheet? This is a fucking mess. Um, you know, it's funny. She's talking about that being a fucking uh, monopoly on sandwiches, right? Mm-hmm. Does she look at a fucking Pizza Hut and Taco Bell and thinks like something's wrong? Like, like, oh. like really? You, you, you're saying that Submart bought Jim Jam's and uh, McAllister's, and that's not the same thing as I'm at the Pizza Hut, I'm at the Taco Bell, I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. You know the song, right? By Das Racist. Well, right. I mean, 
You realize how big that company is? You know that's Pepsi. It's yum right? Brands. Yeah, they are. I do know how big they are. After the Soviet <laughs> Union dissolved, they bought a Russian submarine, uh, and they and people bought uh, uh, somebody bought it like a Pepsi. Pepsi owned a navy because they bought a bunch <laughs> yes. of decommissioned Soviet yeah. uh, crafts. Yes, they also own Frito Lay, which is why you can get Doritos tacos at Taco Bell. Yes, um, yeah, it's a whole. That's a massive corporation. Yeah, seems like she should care about that too, before she what cares the- about Submart. All right. Uh, I think we should get into... (laughs) It's another battle in the culture wars. Oh, not the culture wars. They're worried about a culture war. Culture wars. Stop with the culture wars. (laughs) I only have one for you this week. I've got a Jimmy Fallon clip that, to be honest, I tend to celebrate when I see bad things happen to this gentleman. He had, like, his um, finger ripped off... uh, I don't know what there's a word for it when the skin of your finger gets peeled inside out because your ring got ripped off. Oh, yeah. And when I heard about that, I was like, yeah, fuck that guy. I don't know. I don't like him. That sounds hateful. I don't really mean that. I don't mean that the way that sounded. I feel like I should amend my statement. Um, he, I never thought he like, I, I try not to hate people for their success. In that way, mm-hmm. I don't hate him. I just don't understand why anybody looked at this guy that like, it's one thing when like every once in a while you break character and that like causes a laugh with the audience. That's like a little trick you keep in your pocket when that's your whole fucking bit. It makes me say you're not funny. Also, uh, comedians that work for him don't like working for him. Oh, is that? Oh yeah. He changes staff every year or something, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He like just, guy was basically just like identified as the golden boy and like mm-hmm. and that's fine like i try not to hate people for this i seem to be resistant to getting over it with him um i do take it back about him being eviscerated or whatever the word is that i did feel bad for him then um i feel bad for this i feel i feel like he's getting shit for something he doesn't deserve we'll play this and then we'll explain it Fallon comes under fire for apparently I don't have to explain it. I forgot the video does <laughs> addressing his guest Hunter Schaefer wrongly. You're in Hunger Games. I know as a capital as a capital person. It's crazy. Yeah. Congratulations, bud. The episode drew fierce criticism from viewers as Fallon called Schaefer a bud. Internet users furiously recalled that Schaefer is transgender and the term Fallon used has masculine connotation. Bud, what? Short for buddy. Is yeah. only meant for your male friends? No. Despite the fact that some users believe that Bud is gender neutral, the majority said that it's used exclusively. If they is, then Bud is. Exclusively for men most of the time, which means that it was gross for Fallon to say that. All, you know what the whole fucking problem is here? What's that? We have all internalized the fact that if men are talking to women that they want to fuck, they treat them differently than girls that are their friends. Because in my head, I'm like, I think about all the girls that I say, you know, yeah, good talking to you, bud. And it's one of my best friends, Jen. You know, it's right. like, oh, yeah, it's women that I don't think of as sexual beings. I which will is, call which seems like a normal dude. fucking human thing to do to someone that you treat as a normal human that you respect. Yeah. Like, I, I, I literally call girls dudes. I'll, like, Of course, right? Are, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Like, dude, Imagine if he said that. Serious? Like, dude, congratulations. Oh, my God. Yeah. I call. I say, dude, to Natasha. I can assure you. I mean, told you about this. It's pants. gender neutral now. Yes, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's twenty twenty three. I'm telling you, man. Like Bud was my ball. when. So my uh, for listeners who don't know, my dad passed away when I was young, and when I was older, family members on my mom's side that 
didn't like him because my parents split up. Mm-hmm. When they would say good things about my dad, the one thing they would all say is he just wanted to be everybody's friend. In fact, he called everybody Bud. And I continue that for whatever reason. I like to call people Bud. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think a lot of people call people Bud, to be honest. I, you know, but it was like, I, I've noticed in the South people say brother a lot more. A little bit concerning. I don't know if they're like seeing where I stand on things or not. But, uh, <laughs> like, but I, but it's very endearing every time someone says like, all right, brother, have a good day. I'm like, fuck, you know what? I will have a good day. It just hits yeah. a little different. There's a little bit of punch to it. I don't think I, Bud really has that, but there's, there's an affinity to the word Bud, especially when less people use it. I, as a Bud user. I throw Bud around at work a lot. Yeah. Like, hey, Bud, like, how's it going? Yeah. How was your, how was your weekend, Bud? Yeah. Like, yeah. I would seems- never think that I'd be in trouble for no. like misgendering, dead naming, same category of things, you know? Not at all. Yeah, that sucks. That does yeah. suck. Poor Jimmy. Hopefully things work out for him one of these days. <laughs> Falling upwards always. Yeah. This man. Yeah. We'll see how yeah. this works out for him. Um, the, 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 oh, okay. A couple of big stories. Um, it's not really a big story, but in terms of like breaking news, but Rosalind Carter died last week. Yeah. Her funeral was today. Mm-hmm. The intro to this, the setup to this is long and worthwhile. And after, oh, I know this clip. This after, is okay. Great. There's an appropriate place where I will come back to us and make my yeah. uh, editorial. First Lady Kemp, thank you. Senators Warnock and Ossoff, thank you. Congress people, Mayor Dickens, thank you all. And again, a special thank you, Secretary Clinton, Mrs. Bush, Mrs. Obama, Mrs. Trump, and Dr. Biden. Thank you all for coming and acknowledging this remarkable sisterhood that you share with my grandmother. And thank you all for your leadership that you provided for our country and the world. Secretary Clinton and Dr. Biden, we also welcome your lovely husbands. (laughs) (laughs) That is textbook how you provide levity to a funeral. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Actually, the clip I thought this was, he talks later on about being on a plane, going on some sort of family trip uh, with his grandmother, you know, his other siblings. They were kids. Hey, is this guy old enough to run for president? Probably. What's his fucking problem? We love nepotism. Right. (laughs) God damn it. Okay, sorry. And he said that his grandmother pulled out a a Tupperware with pimento cheese and bread. On a plane? (laughs) Yes. Oh God! Were they flying sandwiches. like? Were they flying private? Delta. Uh, <laughs> he actually specified Delta, and he she started making sandwiches for all the the grandkids, and then started just making sandwiches for random other passengers. On yeah, I, that's rude. I'm sorry. That is rude. That's poor is, plane etiquette. Imagine... Pimento. I first of all, I throw it back on you. I, I mean, I wouldn't do it to a first lady, but don't you fucking hand me pimento. I don't know. Maybe imagine... it's because I wasn't raised here, but I don't like no pimento. They this don't like. May it. have been a time. I don't like the texture. It's about the texture. Ooh, this may have been the time you could smoke on planes. So pimento cheese, not really all that much of an environmental factor. If okay. there's some Marlboros, you know, yeah, involved. Some good stuff. <laughs> did you ever smoke? No. How I did, tried a few times. I never. How did never you hold me. your cigarettes? Between the fingers? Like this? Yes. Like a little V-shape? It's a cool way. Uh, see, I thought the cool way was the way I smoked. And Way shared it in the group chat right before we recorded. I used to smoke it like fucking... I used to smoke it like this a lot. Like okay. kind of joint style. The okay symbol. Like okay bit, sign. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. I'd like to do it backwards like a Vietnamese man. Like you see... Ah. Like, don't you imagine somebody like crouched like this doing that? Like... <laughs> 
That's, right? Like, yeah. I, 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 also, that looks kind of classy. Like, I could see somebody doing that in, like, a movie from the 1930s or something. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I thought yeah. I used to think it was an old-timey thing. Yeah. There you go. Humphrey uh, Bogart probably smoked his cigarettes like that. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, levity at a funeral. Oh, this is the final sound. We're coming to the oh. end of the show, Alan. I don't want it Here to be go. over. It's so early in the I night. know. We're having it's, such a good time. I'm normally tired by the time the show ends. Um, where are we at? That early sound. start. Yeah, it's I know. Early, if we can, this would be great. Yeah. Um, okay, this is... Uh, okay, I forgot what this was. Okay. So, I'm not saying I'm running out of games for our Friday show. <laughs> we can always play Carper Narp. You know, rather than going back to the Carper Narp um, fishing hole one more time, mm-hmm. or... You know, going back to that that old yarn about the couches sounding right. like senators' names. What if I play about the first minute of a short film that's about ten minutes long that you are not going to believe? Okay. And if you like it, we can play the rest of it, the thrilling conclusion at the end of our Friday show. Oh, like as an outro? Okay. Yes. Well, I think we'll be. Will we get like copyright? Band I don't that? think so. I I, okay. I clipped about a minute, a half of this, and put it up on my personal YouTube, and it went right up. Okay, so All I right. think we're fine, and we're not monetized off the show, so I think we're fine. Right, right, okay. Um, also, we're gonna talk over it, especially in the long one. Okay. We're not gonna make people just listen to us fucking watch the show. <laughs> okay, you're, right, trust right. me, Alan. You're gonna want to interrupt. I'm okay. All right, I forgot. I got a question to ask too. My interest is peaked. Don't watch. Oh, I can't watch. Yeah, don't watch yet. They might give the title away. Got it. Okay, go ahead. It's never what you worry about. It's never what you prepare for. But then you're sitting in some doctor's office and he tells you something that changes your life forever. Mr. Klein, your wife is retarded. <laughs> what? Are you what? Do you think we might be able to watch this show? I think we can watch forever. this show. <laughs> Mr. Klein, your wife is retarded. Retarded? I'm afraid the tests were quite conclusive. This is a standard intelligence test. We use it to diagnose such things. When we asked your wife, for example, what is the square root of four, she responded, monkey pants, monkey pants. (laughs) So she doesn't like math. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with her. Yeah, she just doesn't know two. And there's this. The Kleiman Woodcock Protocol. It's a battery of more sophisticated tests to assess psychopathology. She responded. The Woodcock Protocol. By writing the word cock 192 times. It's in Woodcock. That's probably why. It's a reasonable response, I think. Drawing what the lab determined was a picture of me with my head inserted into my own anus. (laughs) Oh. I'd have thought it was in a cock. This, of course, is something we often see in cases of this type. I'm I'm afraid there can be no other diagnosis. How am I going to tell her? Tell me what? (laughs) (laughs) She's in the fucking room. She's there. Can we watch the rest of this together? It's only like another Absolutely. eight minutes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Good. All right. Uh, you know what? We should do it on on Discord with some with some, uh, some right. of the homies. Can you do that? Yeah. Okay. And we can put. Yeah, we can. Can still you do, do it live? Here. And I just do this still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you. Okay. Well, there we go. I created the scenario where we finally get our Discord going. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got Joaquin Phoenix real name. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to understand how shorting stocks works. Um, Oh, I don't care about you. What are you going to do about that? I mean, I can. Uh, yeah. Wait. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and tell me that. I don't care if I burn a bunch of these. Um, 
Can you explain stock shorting? I could ask you again. That'll be the joke because I've understood it a bunch of times. I watched that movie about this and the, I got the big it. short? Yeah. And then the next day it was out. It was like, I can't remember. Um, so essentially you pay a fee to a broker. Wait, wait can I try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I buy the stocks. I think they're going to end up being worth less. So I will sell it to you, but I'll hold on to them. And you'll agree to buy them from me? It's kind of the reverse of that, actually. Okay. I knew, see, so you, that's why I don't get it. You pay a fee to a brokerage who either owns the stock or will consequently purchase the stock. And the agreement is that lost. that's the strike price. You have the option. I've already to lost. Sell. Who buys them? You, the person sh- shorting the stock. I buy them from some of the. No, no, you pay a fee to a brokerage who buys the stock or already owns. What it. is that fee like? The difference between the price you expect it to be, at, or my. It's typically right? a, a percentage, so it's not. It's it's, it's a percentage less. of the price at the time you buy it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So you pay the fee, and then the brokerage holds those stocks. Usually, you have you know ninety day, hundred eighty day, whatever it is. Um, and basically, what you the agreement is that you pay the fee, they hold the stock for you. And you are betting that the stock price is going to go down. So what the agreement is, is that that brokerage will give you the price for the shares that at the time of you purchasing that option. And so if 90 days comes around and the stock was $15 when you bought the option and now it's 10, you get the difference because you paid the fee. I started looking at my beard early on and then I (laughs) I'll hear it in the edit though. Yeah. Okay. I'll probably ask you this again. Okay. Yeah, we can right. do it. Again. Are you sure that you said it right? Why can't yeah, I well, know that? Relatively. I mean, it's it's a little bit complicated. Well, I know I'm way. not dumb. I just don't know no, why I can't. I, I I know I'm not, <laughs> but I am dumb in this way. It's the same thing, chemists. I'm, it's the same thing as a mole with me. I, I, intellectually, I kind of understand the concept of a mole, but if I had to explain it to you, it'd be like, oh shit, oh boy. Um, Nobody can be good at everything. That's true. You know, you can't. Yeah, but you know, I, this it. is high school chemistry, Alan. Like, <laughs> yeah. They teach it to twelfth graders. Like, I, yeah, okay. Um, so I do want to go out on this question. Okay. What so, um, well, I'm afraid it'll get lost at the end of the show. Maybe it won't be a thing. Oh, I'll ask you this. I'll ask that at another time, somewhere where it'll be. Uh, I, I want to get a real more featured. Yeah, more featured. Okay. Okay. Um, are you familiar with Pat Boone? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, it sounds familiar. Pat Boone, the guy that did, he was kind of like the Elvis thing where he did black music, but he did white versions of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You really remember Pat Boone? It's pretty vague, but I kind of do. Yeah. So if I asked you what your favorite Pat Boone album is, you'd have no idea. I'd have no idea. Oh, okay. Would you believe me if I told you he did a metal album? I mean. Okay. This is not I just googled him, and I'm, I would be surprised. Yeah, this man looks very old. Yes. Yeah. He uh, did a metal album. Yeah, in like the '90s, it had Holy Diver on it. Oh, okay. It's hard to believe. Why did I think that everybody related on this Pat Boone joke on the way out? Now I got to do my best. Hold on. Wait, um, his mom was legendary singer Rosemary Clooney. Wait, George Clooney's mom? Uh, no, Pat Boone's mom. Isn't that... And his first cousin is George Clooney. That's where I was going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. His mom was? His mom was Rosemary Clooney. I'm just going to ask you a question. We're going to get out of here, huh? Right. Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're well, having too much fun. Why are they called commercials when they're on TV, but ads when it's on streaming? 
That's a really good question. I have no fucking clue why. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and oh, gentlemen, Jennifer's? I was say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Gallagher because that's like a Gallagher <laughs> joke, right? Like, why do you drive on? Par- is it Seinfeld to drive on parkways and park that's on Carlin, parkways? Isn't it? Is it Carlin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I sell myself short. There we go. Why is it called? Why is it called commercials when it's on TV but ads on streaming? All right, all right. I'm gonna hit the button. Okay, no more show. That was fun. That was fun. Drive safe. Cheers. <laughs> When a guy's banging you, y'all let me in his damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. What in the world is this? Is Kevin McCarthy a moron, and if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady, cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. (laughs) How great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.